Transmissions podcast once again with Al Lover. You guys didn't know I could sing, huh? This week we got my man Joey Cook from the band Holy Wave from the city Austin, Texas. Um, Joey is one of my favorite people in this town. He is hilarious. Um, total sweetheart, incredibly talented. I was really stoked to get him on the podcast. Um, yeah, we just get stoned and get goofy. This is a goofy one, y'all. Um, took a little, little, little while to like kind of ease into the conversation, but, uh, we got there. Um, I definitely, there's a little technical difficulty about a third of the way through, maybe a quarter of the way through where I accidentally turned off my mic that you'll hear so I apologize for that but I'm just leaving it in because uh low fire die y'all uh I don't care I I make my music I like leaving mistakes in I might just do it with the podcast too unless you guys think it's just ridiculous ridiculously absurd um I might even do it more who knows I'm hella anti I'm still a, a young punk rocker at heart so um, yeah, everybody give it up for my man Joey Cook uh, from Holy Wave. We are about to get very stupid. I hope you enjoy it. Be careful with that thing. It's kind of... Yeah. The rolling is precarious. What's up, dude? Hello. What's up? What's your last name? Cook. Cook? Yeah. I never knew that. No, you know. We're not Facebook friends, I don't think. Are you on the book? No, I never had one. That's good, man. I always thought it was for uh, people in college, so I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Not in college uh, anymore, bro. Well, I was never in college. So I was never why, in college yeah. either. Oh, cool. Oh, so you thought that because you didn't go to college, maybe you felt like uh, you didn't belong? Yeah, well, no, I just didn't want to, like, yeah, I, I didn't want to, like, try to be... In some something that yeah. you know, <laughs> I always feel kind of like uh, insecure about that. I didn't go to college having certain conversations. Like if people start sounding too smart, you know. <laughs> yeah, they all start talking about their majors, and you just kind of like fade into the background and do a spin move and off into another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> they just kind of like, disappear oh, yeah. in a in a puff of smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, of uh, ignorant smoke. <coughs> Literally, in this case, I guess. Yeah, this is going to be an ignorant, smoky podcast. <laughs> All these little, like, um, what are these things called? Like the little... Uh, Fuzz, the fuzzy thing? The fuzzy thing <laughs> on the microphone. The I guess it's like pop a screen, pop, pop stopper. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> these things are going to smell like weed. Within okay. a short period of time, they're acclimating to the environment. They seem to be doing pretty good. They haven't freaked out yet. They got second hand. 
So, Joey Cook, how are you? Not of uh, American Idol fame, by the way. Who's that? Who's There's what? A, a chick named Joey Cook, also. Oh, really? Yeah. And she has a band. What's uh? What was her song that she like won the shit with? You know, did I, you've got to have Google. I don't know. This. I don't think she like won it. I think she just participated oh. in it. Oh, okay. But she didn't go any for far. She didn't go very far with her shit. I mean, you've never heard of her, so I guess. I mean, I had never, I never knew your name was Joey Cook, so yeah. and I consider us friends. Yeah. Well. Is that weird? Do you have friends like that that you don't know their? Maybe not that you've forgotten their last name, but that you just don't know. Maybe uh, you never yeah. asked. Yeah, I have friends that I don't know their real name because I know them like by a nickname. I have friends like that too. <laughs> like I've never even. Well, I they're mostly like of... they're mostly drug friends. Yeah. <laughs> Cockroach and uh, yeah, S- Skittle, One-Eyed Steve, <laughs> Chubby I, Chase. I don't actually know anyone. One-eyed Steve. Yeah. Keep that mic kind of close to your face. Try not to... Sorry, I'm having a headphone battle. Fiasco? Yeah. Um, so you guys just got back from tour a couple weeks ago, huh? Yeah, we we uh, finished the day before Thanksgiving. <clears throat> so, yeah. Was everyone, Were you guys all in... in um, back uh, in time for Thanksgiving? Uh, we all had Thanksgiving in Houston at my older brother's house with, uh, like it was the first time his wife's side of the family had Thanksgiving with my family. So it was, was there tension? No, not tension, but it was, uh, you know, was it funny having like the whole culture. gang there? Yeah. That was the weird part. Yeah. I showed up before everyone else and I, I, I was super nervous cause did they know that the whole posse was coming through? Yeah, well, my brother knew, but not not all the people there knew. And On like his wife's side of the family, right? Yeah. So like this is like group of like ragamuffins. Exactly. Yeah. Through. Yeah, I showed up and I was like <laughs> trying to set the tone with my haggard, uh, uh, what do you call that? Demeanor. What I look like. <laughs> Persona. Uh, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, they showed up like 45 minutes after me looking... <laughs> looking even worse. Yeah. <laughs> With, Did you try to give like the warning? Like you were like went around to people like, hey, so uh, my friends are coming over. Uh, you know... Were people looking like there was like, why is there like five extra places <clears throat> at the table this year? I think I mentioned it to someone that I was uh, a little nervous that everyone was coming because I didn't know how... It, everyone would react when they got there but i mean everyone in my crew was on best behavior oh yeah you know? yeah they were all you know t's dotted and eyes crossed yeah they're you know very gentlemanly at thanksgiving that's nice to know i have uh some homies that definitely can't like take to like the social functions oh, yeah. like where there's definitely like <laughs> come through with like the bottle of Jameson to like the family gathering and it's just like guys yeah my, well chill. my my family would probably love you, but probably chill. out drink most most people not me but my family would probably drink more than most <laughs> yeah yeah they get pretty is that a challenge they get pretty crazy they get buck oh yeah that's cool 
That's how it is. Like my, none of my family like really gets wild, but like my dad doesn't drink. So whenever like it's my pop side of the family, like it's such a mellow kind of like not uncomfortable, but just weird vibe. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like sober family time is always kind of strange. Yeah. And then like on my mom's side of the family, like we all kind of get loose. Like my stepdad smokes weed and like kind of, it's a more a mellow kind of <laughs> yeah. like vibe. And yeah. it's always kind of like, ah, I can like relax a little bit more. My stepdad smokes weed. That sounds like a, like an album I would have liked to have heard when I was <laughs> eighth grade or something. <laughs> like a melvin's record or some shit <laughs> or just something that i would have liked my to hear my friends say when i was in eighth grade yeah my stepdad smokes weed did you ever have like the um the kid that you were homies with that like their parents were like loose with it and like <laughs> would yeah. like sm- let you smoke weed and oh like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Uh, You're always, like, trying to stay the night at that friend's house, like, <laughs> every weekend. <after laughs> we, we were always chilling at Andy's house. Yeah, Andy? Yeah. I had a buddy, uh, Tommy, and nice. it was... Uh, his dad didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And, yeah, it was always go over there on the weekend, like, skate around and just cause trouble. And his, and his mom was... Uh, or is a, a saint, so... She she just loved us too much. She would let us do it. She would let it slide? Would. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, my buddy Tommy's parents were just kind of degenerates. <laughs> yeah, I've had, I've known some people like that. That was where too, I first sure. heard Nirvana. Oh, well, that's was at Tommy's house. I remember he had the uh, what's the the first record, Sliver or Silver? What is it called? I can't remember if it's Sliver or Silver ever. I don't know. The first one that's got Love Buzz on it. I remember that was the first Nirvana song I ever heard. Not was a, Love Buzz. Not a huge Nirvana fan. I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm a huge Nirvana fan, but I had a huge Nirvana phase like every yeah. other kid, I guess. I'm a little older than you, so it might have been. How like old It was are you? like when I was in middle school. I'm 35. Oh, wow. How old are you? I'm 29. Yeah, yeah. I'm your senior. Yeah, you are. So show some respect. I, I thought I was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just because I'm immature, bro. Um, so you gave me a list of songs yeah and uh there's a few artists on here that your buddy andy had given me the two uh, you guys have been in the van too much together yeah these yeah what if you like sent the exact same list (laughs) just in a well that's why i asked him i asked him the other day what did you what did you send and i was waiting for him to name like the exact same songs that i put on well there was only one but then um we switched that out, so that's good. What do, what do you think we uh, should start with? What are you in the mood for? Uh, I kind of, I mean, I kind of assumed it would play in the order that I put it in, but okay, that was your order. But that is totally, you know, up to. I can't debate. remember if this is the order that you sent it in. I kind of. <clears throat> no, it's not. It's not. But that's okay. That sounds fine. Fine with me. Don't be so agreeable, guy. Well, I just I figured well, this is your, this is your vision. I figured I would read the mood. And, okay, yeah, we know. can kind of freestyle it. Yeah, freeball it. Okay, cool. Well, uh, should we just go ahead and start off with Beak? Yeah, just to yeah, just to get it moving. Yeah, in a um, a crowdy direction. This is obviously the biggest Noi salute. Um. The track from the band Beak 
spinning top. Where'd you first hear these dudes? I think uh, <laughs> I think Andy showed me this band. It's weird. We were just talking about Andy the whole time. Andy in the house. Pickups Andy. So this is Andy with the cool ass mom. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, Andy, who is also Julian. Julian, yeah. Okay, so this this is the Andy that you were referring to with the cool mom, the yeah. sweetest mom ever. Yeah. Ah, okay, see, you guys, I remember when we were on tour and you guys were calling him Andy, and then, like, you were saying, like, call him Andy because he doesn't like it when people call him Andy. <laughs> no, <laughs> so it's shit. not that he doesn't like it. I, I think it's just... You made it seem like it was a scheme. It's kind of like people that we know call him Andy. Oh, so I was being indoctrinated into the crew. Right, yeah. Oh. It's kind of like... That makes me feel Because really it special. bugs us being around somebody so often that calls him Julian, and it makes things confusing, so... Once people are around long enough, they get, you know, they get on board and they're like, all right. Yeah. Okay. But some people, you know. Well, I forgot that that was his other name. Yeah. Because I was like, I was like, didn't, I remember like when, I don't know when it was, but it was like, okay, yeah, uh, Julian. But then I was like, well, there was another name that I remember from tour. And now I I didn't remember until just now. It's good to know. I think it's a way he can uh, get away with things. Like this other guy, Andy did it. It's like alter ego. <laughs> He's like Jekyll and Hyde with it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's right. that's how I would go with it. If that's I had, a good If way. I had yeah. another name, classical uh, uh, archetypal direction. Yeah. For a, a two named fella. So yeah. So this was uh, Andy slash Julian. Uh, put you up on this band. Yeah. A, a lot of these songs on here are like songs that people showed us on tour. Also. Mm cool i wanted to put a lot of those in there that's well that's kind of what the idea is is like just like what you've been introduced to or what you're into now because you know like yeah. it's like you could pick like your top 10 favorite songs but that's like almost yeah. kind of corny this is kind of this is do. stuff we listen to in the van a lot like cool. when we're on tour because people show it or people have showed that stuff to us or yeah. these songs are just things that uh that i play all the time you know so it's a little mix. So yeah, Beak obviously is uh, the other band from, what's his name from Portishead? I can't remember his name. I don't know. His He's name. a beast though. Yeah. I definitely like Beak better than Portishead. And I had a I had a pretty big Portishead kind of yeah. phase when I was younger. I like Portishead. I like the I third, with the trip third album a lot. Oh, the Machine Gun or whatever it was? Yeah, was that it? song is pretty yeah, that's, What is that the name of the record? I can't remember. <laughs> Yeah, they came back hard. Yeah, that I love that shit is tough as fuck. Pretty much every song on that album is tight. Yeah, they're they're um they're pretty amazing. I forgot that they came back. That's funny. Um, so yeah, this is obviously Beak. The it's the I don't know what he plays in Portishead, but he's the drummer in this band. I assume he's probably the drummer in Portishead too. Um, which is funny because they used to like use a lot of break beats, like sampled break beats. So he must have had an easy job back in the nineties. Yeah, I think this song, or I don't know, a lot of the songs you can kind of hear a Porter's Head vibe in the the Beak song. I don't know, you tell me. I definitely get a Noi vibe, uh, obviously with the bass line, but yeah, let's check out Beak with Spinning Top from their self-titled record.
Dude, describe this weird ass bowl that she just brought in this scenario. It's like a you know, like a straight shot bowl. But it's like a chillum kind of like a chillum, but but it's got a it's got a, like a helix it's a helix pipe. It's got a like it makes a tornado. What's a helix? Let's see if you can hear it. Oh, it's a spiral situation? Yeah. The smoke spins inside the pipe. <sighs> I can't. I, I couldn't notice that. That's well. It's too dirty. You can't. That's much. What's too the much point meat. of the spiral? Just like for shits and giggles. It makes it makes you more stoner. <laughs> it's, it's scientifically <laughs> proven. Yeah, that's the term. More stoner. <laughs> Is that the lat the Latin term? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, but that was uh that was beak. With the spinning top track. Yeah, I love that. I think, oh, the drummer is Phil Collins. Did you hear mm. those Phil's? <laughs> yeah. He was weird killing Phil. Him. Yeah. Oh, weird Phil Collins. You ever listen to his, um, the weird like prog jazz band that he had? Pro, it was like before, <coughs> um, what was his band with Peter Gabriel? Genesis. Genesis. Pre-Genesis. Mm. Which is pretty funny <laughs> to think about. <laughs> Um, no, nah, they were called like Factor X or like Mr. X or something X. I can Google it. But uh, anyways, and there's, dude, the pictures. I remember picking up one of these records because it, lo- it had a cr- pretty weird cover and it looked like a standard prog kind of abstraction cover mm-hmm. and picked it up and looked on the back and like Phil Collins is on the back with like bald head but long ass hair oh, and like nice. a beard and shit. Like, oh. yeah, cool ass Phil. Mm-hmm. I'd buy that um, for a dollar. 
I did buy that for a dollar actually. Really? Yeah. I don't think I still have the record. A lot of my like jazz like that, I kind of got rid of a while back because I wasn't really into it at the time, but I kind of regret it. You're doing a cleanse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I need to cleanse again, dude. I have too, way too many records already. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that's a great track. I love, I love Beak and, um, yeah. Did you ever hear that Anika record? I don't know. She's like a, a German singer. She kind of has this like kind of Nico-y kind of mm. like, <laughs> but Beak did her first record. Beak did all the backing tracks oh, and all tight. the music to it. And it's like dubbed out like weirdo. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, it's so Maybe good. I, I don't know. I might've heard something from it. I'll play it for you after this if you want. Mm. Um, but it's definitely worth checking out. So, um, yeah. Shall we, shall we move forth? Yes. Total control. Yeah, I, I like. Do you like Total Control? I've only heard a few of their songs, but everything that I've heard from them, I liked, and I've seen them live a couple times. I think maybe one, oh, yeah. once, because yeah, I think the OCs brought them over Dang. one, and they played in SF back in the day with the OCs. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. That was tight. when they were a little like crazier. Their right. new shit is more like um, kind of like uh, new wavy kind of stuff. I dig all of it. I like. I like all of the stuff I've heard from total control yeah it's it's all good have you heard um what is it the um eddie current suppression ring the dude that one of the dudes in this band is in this other band eddie current suppression ring i don't know i might i i was on uh itunes the other day just look looking at every related band mm -hmm. to them pretty much <clears throat> but might have gotten lost in the mix i uh they they were another band that the OCs like brought over. I mean, obviously like Australian dudes, but yeah. they came over and I saw them at this spot in SF called the Eagle, which was like this gay leather bar. Mm. Leather daddies. It was a leather daddy bar, but they nice. always had like really good punk shows. Like, um, and that was one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. Was it, this bar was like it was weird. It was like a kind of like a shotgun room, and the bar was in the center. So like people were all filled around it. And then the stage is only about like two feet off the ground. Yeah. And you know, it's a small room. It's probably like maybe 200 people or something. And yeah, that band blew my mind. And that's, that's where I got introduced to total controls <clears throat> to the Eddie current suppression ring. Nice. Um, but yeah, there, uh, so this track is seen from a marriage, which, sub pop put out i don't really uh i didn't i don't think i'd heard this track yeah i before. think it was like a, a single that came out okay i think it's 2012 is what it said on online but man those australians yeah they know what they're doing yeah yeah they're tight they've been they've been doing it well for a while have you guys been over to australia yet no we haven't we would love to go but yeah, they recently too. uh changed some law that makes makes it much harder for us to go I why think. like I think for like <clears throat> for traveling musicians yeah i think it had something like to do visa? with visas yeah damn yeah we just played with uh straight arrows from australia though with uh the ocs i never heard of them in of providence oh cool and that was super tight nice that was a badass show i bet straight arrows yeah i'd never heard of them before do you know where they're from exactly no, I don't. Just that they're from Australia. Yeah. Um, they're nice dudes. 
Most Australians are pretty nice. I'm going to make a blanket statement. Yeah. (laughs) Don't any, any Australians out there that are assholes. Don't fuck it up for the cool ones. Cause, uh, in my life, most Australians have been cool as fuck. Uh, and these guys are cool as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I hate, I hate for someone to, to mess it up for a group of people that are cool. Like the Australians. So these are the Australians by the name of Total Control with the track Scene from a Marriage.
that's a normal thing. Yeah, you get them a lot? Yeah. It's uh, okay. Do you drink enough water? Uh, or beer? Yeah, I... I it's mostly water. <clears throat> yeah, I drink mostly uh, coffee and beer. That sounds probably why you have headaches. I switch to beer uh, in the evening. At like 4.30? Yeah. Sometimes 3. That's when I do it. It's usually like about 3 o'clock. I'm like, yeah, coffee so sounds not so great right now. Yeah. I'm trying to make the switch. Yeah. You can only drink coffee for so long. Did I have a fucking nervous breakdown today because I was like, I was high on coffee <laughs> and went and, and weed and went to the Sprint store, and uh, it, I think it'll make kind of like a weird delay if, if the... Uh, which one did you turn up? This one, sorry. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it's like, so if like... Yeah. Yeah, you want to hear like we're in a fucking big-ass room? Yeah, yeah sounds, sounds nice. Cool. People aren't going to hear that, but... Oh, that's all right. But yeah, dude, I went into the Sprint store today, and I was high, and I've been paying this like ungodly amount of money for my cell phone for quite some time and I went in there to see if I could get it like taken down or like what I could do to like make it less and like I was high as fuck and the Sprint store is like white like bright white you know like lunchroom kind of lighting yeah. and like everything's painted white and like they had two different types of music playing at the same time because they were like showing off like these like um, speakers that were like for your cell phone or whatever and they were blasting like one song on that and then the music up top and it was one of the weirdest experiences just being in those like what what you think is like mundane human life like what we consider mundane now yeah it's just so weird when you really think about it well what'd you do did you get your no they couldn't do shit i left there and i was freaked out because i was high on coffee and weed and i had a meltdown because i'm broke was weird i think most of it was from being in that environment though (laughs) like it like freaked me out yeah yeah that's scary i don't like i don't like lions you can't hear me i can hear it like super loud but if like you got to keep it a consistent place yeah just turn that down down. you can also turn this down too so we can just have it like this so that's just the headphones Mm. level okay yeah, <clears throat> we can get it whatever level you're comfortable with, but in order no, to that's pick cool. up the most, that's uh, cool. You cool? I'm cool. Are you comfortable? Yeah. All right. I don't want to freak you out or anything. I don't want you having a meltdown like I did earlier today. I did too much weed, man. It wasn't even the weed. It wasn't even doing too much of the weed. Like the weed was a very minimal high. Yeah. It was, it was just. I think it did make me like overly sensitive to that. You just cracked out on coffee. No, I really think it was the Sprint store. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. the dynamic and the layout of it. Right. And, and, yeah, it was just a weird fucking place to be. I wish I could recommend, I wish I could recommend something <laughs> instead. Oh, no, it's fine. Oh, okay. I'm just talking, yeah. Like, I'm not looking for an answer. Oh, okay. I'm just letting you know what's going on. <laughs> Trying to loosen up the conversation. Oh, okay. Man, Sorry. You gotta, yeah. You gotta, come on, man. It's, yeah. We're here talking shit. It's not about... I guess maybe I didn't, like, preface anything. Yeah. It's more like uh, we just listen to music and just talk some shit. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm into that. There's no platform other than that. Yeah. What was you guys' favorite show on the tour? 
Man, uh, Toronto was really cool. We played at a, I think it was called Silver Dollar Lounge or something like that. It sounds like somewhere in Nevada. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, it was really cool. We played with this band called Hush Pup that was really tight. Hush Pup? Yeah. They were super tight. What was the vibe? It was kind of like, uh, kind of like Cocteau Twins ish, mm-hmm. like kind of part time ish. Have you have you heard part time? I've heard part time. They're local, right? Austin. No, they're they're from El Paso, but they live in L A. Oh, okay. Were they just here? Did they just play? They play here a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're homies of you guys, right? I mean, yeah, we know them, and we we all love that band, but we don't know them that well. Okay, okay, okay. I think I misunderstood. I think I saw them uh, at Hotel Vegas recently. Kind of like a like a kind of post punky kind of thing. Mm, I think you might be thinking of something else. Mm. Mm. I don't know. But part time is super badass. It's like real real poppy, like kind of like. Silver Dollar Lounge. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, that's where I think that's the name of the place. Where was it at again? What city? Sorry, I'm high. In Toronto. In Toronto. Yeah. I've never been there. I've only been to Vancouver in Canada. Yeah, Vancouver. Toronto, where'd you play in Vancouver? I can't remember. There's a hell of junkies outside though. Oh, uh, Rickshaw. Woo! Was it at the Rick yeah, Rick so, yeah. Rickshaw like theater. theater? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that fucking... That <laughs> yeah, that's the only place we played in Vancouver Mr. also. Is lit. Yeah. I don't know, we might have played somewhere else in Vancouver last time. Yeah. That's a cool but, movie, Oh, no, we did. It was uh, the Psych Fest thing in Vancouver. That was when I was there. Yeah, that's what we played. The last one? Yeah, I think so. That was a good, uh, that was a good little... I know, it was, re- it was recently. We played with Froth and Morgan Delt. Yeah, I think that was the last one. I played with Tobacco and, uh, mm. Shigeto or something. Hmm. Did yeah. Did you fuck with Tobacco? The band? Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I should say. Black Moth Super Oh, yeah, we, uh, <clears throat> we listened to Black Moth Super Rainbow a lot on the road. That's, uh... I feel like you could fall asleep at the wheel to that shit. Yeah. Like, it's, not, yeah. it's not like the best for road travel. Yeah, sometimes we listen to some questionable stuff. Like, uh, my favorite thing to... I wouldn't put you guys through this, but uh, my favorite song, really, is the Jurassic Park theme song, Slowed Down a Thousand Percent. <laughs> and I listen to it all all the time. That sounds cool as fuck. Yeah, I I used to have this Impala. It was badass, but what year? Uh, it was like a 2003. <laughs> 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 uh, I thought you were gonna say like a '68 or something. Nah, dude, this was. I just had beer go up. In my this head. was a baller ass 2003 <laughs> Impala. But that was the only I had it on CD. That's that, all you had. That was the only thing the I ever listened to. On CD, how long is the track? It's got to be like forty minutes or something. Something like that. Would, <clears throat> but to be honest, I would put it on the like minute thirteen and let it play to 
minute 20 every time. So that's where it really got popping? That's where I was bumping. Like, it gets, it gets going real good. <laughs> All I bet it's on YouTube. I'll have yeah, it is. I think so. Damn, I kind of wish you would have put that on the list. It's, I wouldn't put everyone through that. I think, I mean, that's kind of the beauty of this podcast is people might get through it. Yeah. Most of them probably won't. I'm not going to edit anything either. I basically yeah. just edit in the songs and then leave all the conversation. So they might actually be fast forwarding through the conversation to get to that. <laughs> Come on, man. I need to get back to that. Track. Well, yeah. I mean, that that makes me a little more comfortable. With... Good. Um, that's kind of a thing that they were doing on YouTube for a while, huh? Like the ridiculous slowdown of tracks. Especially like cinematic and theatrical kind of vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of my really good friends, Scott Whiteman, he does a lot of like video stuff. And um, he showed me this video of, of, it was, I think someone figured out how to make like the longest YouTube video. And they made like an eight hour long video of this, these two like, I don't know, these two dudes that are, like, shooting, like, in karate stances, shooting laser beams back and forth at each other, and they're blocking it, <clears throat> and it's just going back and like forth. Like a pong kind of situation? Yeah, but with, like, laser beams that they're shooting out, and after eight hours, finally, one of them just, like, looks away for a second, <laughs> and it hits him, and that's the end of the video, That's and it was just the same thing over and over again. I feel like that's something that'll be like at the MoMA in like 20 years, you know what I'm saying? If it's not already. In terms of just the internet and that thing being like a platform for absurdist. I mean, that's like some Dada-ass shit, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like eventually some new kind of thing is going to come out, which will make oh, us will make us forget about all the content that we have created so far yeah, the and, it, and it'll just well I, I was think, I was talking about like uh, computer wise and well, like no, the, you know the theory of singularity right like uh, Ray Kurzweil or shit what, how are you comparing it to the what <laughs> <laughs> how are you comparing it to the the internet though Oh, so the the theory of singularity from this dude Ray Kurzweiler or Ray Kurzweiler or whatever is that technology is at such a exponential growth. Yeah. Eventually, it will hit this plateau to where you know we'll basically be artificial, like we'll be binded with artificial intelligence. So therefore, that would be like that catalyst into like this new domain of like right. all the information that we had had up to this point is almost irrelevant because there'll be this new form of um, maybe not. Maybe not the information will be old, but like the way that we are. Yeah, the way the way that we. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like something yeah. new will That's come out, and way. everything will. All the content we've created will just be totally inaccessible, and everyone will forget all the pictures we've taken and all well, the think, selfies. And I think the thing is, is we're all going to be linked to it. We're all going to be linked to all that content. That we've LinkedIn. Created. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe it's linked. Maybe I should have accepted 
that dude's invitation <laughs> to join Li- to join LinkedIn. They're this new Skynet, dude. Mm. I wonder who's gonna get the Skynet first, dude. Ah, this should have been a video video blog, so you could have seen me do the, the shake. Yeah, the dude from shimmy? from Terminator Two when he dies. Terminator Two shimmy. <laughs> Is that the one with the dude with the liquid metal? Yeah. <laughs> I remember I cried during that movie when uh, Terminator went down into the lava and he gave the thumbs up. Dude, that's going to be me at my funeral. I'm going to rig a, a contraption to where when they lower my casket, my thumb raises up out of the casket. Yeah, the and they play the. Da, na, na, da, na, na. That'd be a good one to slow down like eight thousand times. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look into that. Yeah, just movie themes, '90s movie themes, like from from our childhood. You know what the best 45 to slow down is? Uh, Magic Carpet Ride. You know that song? Yeah, yeah. That's, Who sings it? I think it's Steppenwolf. Ste- <laughs> it's definitely Steppenwolf. <laughs> but. Slow down, it sounds so fun. It's like the funnest time. I used to have these sets that I would do at shows, and I would take, uh, I had this program called Serato, and I could take, uh, you know Serato? Do you know the program? Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with that, that name. Yeah, so I would take kind of all the, uh, <laughs> like the current garage songs and slow them down to, uh, from like 45 because you could make them regular at 45 and then slow down to 33 mm. then I would run it all through like a reverb pedal nice. it was pretty fun dude yeah. like uh, you know Black Lips slowed down through a reverb pedal was pretty dope I made a mix of, actually of it I put it online back in the day that was kind of cool yeah that's where you, you you're gonna plug in the name of the website like no, with that just, mix right then? No, it's like with the content we were talking about before. It's for oh, yeah. Out. It's like on like some old, like, yeah. some weird blog maybe that I used to have or something. That's I don't even remember the name of Nice. All will be forgotten, man. Yeah. Bowie? No. That's a weird transition. <laughs> I kind of was thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. I love that song. Our friend Jacob Gardner showed us this song. You know Jacob so Gardner? Did you want the disco version or did you want the original version? Disco a, version. You want the disco version? No. I'm, you want the regular version. There's one that it was later. It was John, I'm Only Dancing Again. And it was like his, a disco hit from like later on. No, fuck that. Let's do this. Let's do this because this is definitely a better version, but the disco version is pretty hot. So, yeah, David Bowie, John I'm Only Dancing. I think this was only a single release, wasn't it? Or was it on a record proper? I can't remember. I think it was like a single with uh... Ziggy? No. Um... Aladdin? Diamond? Maybe hold on to yourself or. Oh, the B-side? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not... I was thinking which era it was, like which uh, record. Hold that mic closer up. You're getting 
getting comfortable I'm, with the lounge singer. Yeah. They're all like crooning and shit yeah. over like Mike's like four feet away. Yeah, I'm not sure what record it was on. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Tom Jones. Uh, yeah, so David Bowie, John, I'm only dancing. I love this track, man. Let's hear it. Yeah, the the baseline is insane as well. Dude, your hair looks crazy. I wish this was a video oh, right now, dude. Oh, the headphones all, always have this effect on my hair. I look like a cat lady or something. You got a man bun it before you headphones, bro. Sorry, dude. I, I don't fuck with the man bun. I'm glad to hear you say that. I didn't think you did. Dustin? Did you, does Dustin <laughs> fuck with the man bun? Yeah, he's all about it. His Swedish wife is all. I think it looks good in a man bun. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Shouts out to Lisa. You know she likes a good man bun. Dude, Dustin was. Dustin just flew to Sweden two days ago. I know. And you saw the flight thing. He he was on that flight that. What? Uh, 
they had to land at JFK because there was a bomb threat on his flight. Whoa, I did not know about that. Dude. Yeah. Damn, my mic was off. We're gonna run it. I'm gonna Take run two. it. I'm gonna Should run it. Uh, as is, from just it. my voice. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Am I, is it still just recording me? No, no, I'm back. Okay, you're back. I'm back. Yeah, I think that uh, the last conversation down. was all you. Are you gonna go back and and record the questions again? <laughs> I don't think so. I think I might just let it be Dude, like that. Dude, you should record different questions <laughs> <laughs> and make it make it seem like I'm absolutely crazy. That would be hilarious, actually. I don't know. Maybe I'll just leave it as it is. It's kind of weird that way. It sounds like you're just talking to yourself or like I'm just in the background, kind of like really quiet. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that happened. All right. You know, what are we going <laughs> to do? We're both here now. We're uh, both here now. We're back. I'm back. Sorry, guys. I took a brief intermission there. This is what happens. Sometimes you get stoned and... Uh, what did you do? Uh, what Did I do it? No, no, no. It was oh, me. Okay. It was completely me. I don't know how... Maybe maybe I was just holding the mic weird and it just like uh, clicked off or something. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, that's a hilarious thing to have had happened. And I think I like the idea of just putting it out like that, just because it's so stupid. Well, we don't even know if... Well, all right. We'll never know. Whatever it's, you want, man. It's going to air. Up, this is your party. It is my party, and I'll cry if I want to. I'm just glad the homie's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was a brief a brief scare in... Uh, I think he made it to Sweden... Like, yeah, he's over there now. Yeah, like cool. shortly thereafter, maybe a little longer of a layover than he expected. Man, you know that <laughs> embrace when him and wifey saw each other was real as fuck too. Yeah, I love that. I love to think about that. That is crazy to think <laughs> about that though. Like that, you know, like um, for me, like um, just just a crazy unfortunate event, like the 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 Oakland fire that happened just oh, yeah. recently, like. There's nothing you, like, were like you, were you in San Francisco? I was in San Francisco, man. Okay. Like I didn't know anybody that um that that died or that lost their house or anything. Uh but I know a lot of people that did know people. Yeah. Um and just to see that on on social media and stuff was just it's just fucking heartbreaking, man. Yeah, like, it's terrible. Tragedy and and there is an aspect of that and and I don't mean to like take away from anything, but like the I think the human ability to I think we get lost in like the mundane aspect of the world and like forget how important this shit is and there is an aspect of tragedy that does like bring people together and like it snaps you out of the bullshit to be like yo this is fucking real life like don't be so complacent like you know like care about the people that you care about and, and show them and like Acknowledge that and don't be like, don't be scared of that. Because I think that there's a lot of an aspect of um, the world that we kind of get caught up in to just be like, oh yeah, you know, I got these problems or whatever, you know, like, got to deal with this, got to deal with this, blah, blah, blah. It's so easy to forget how important that shit is. 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know uh, any anyone involved in the Oakland thing, but, you know, we've played at a million places like that. Yeah, and I know. Me too, man. Those are like the highlights of the, you know, Always. sometimes kind of uh, dark tours that we've been on, you know, yeah. like staying at a place like that that you know we play would play a place like that and then stay there and, then, and the community's there and, yeah that's just, where the community is it's kind of like i'm sure everyone feels like that could have been anyone you know yeah and it, mm-hmm. it's kind of uh you know because everyone is connected to a place like that so it's it's kind of like a little more uh personal than a, a lot of the you know tragedies you see on tv and stuff you know totally totally i i I completely agree do you remember like growing up like um any spots that you had like that were like that diy space that you could go like see shows and like or house shows or anything like that um yeah place uh things like that didn't really tend to last very long in el paso like um you know, our old band, me and Andy, uh, Julian's old band mm-hmm. in high school, you know, we would book all these house shows or we wouldn't book them, but we would, you know, get asked to play. Yeah, we would. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, that was our thing. Like we would, you know, go to the house, the show and everyone would play and then we would set up to play and we would like start playing our first song and the cops would come right there and that that was our thing like i don't think we ever got to finish you guys need to start playing first i guess back then yeah i know yeah like actually we want to play first but 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 then uh, nobody else would have gotten to play at all because you know we you guys would just have to rotate like all the bands within the scene like all right tonight guys like you opened last night like you know what happens then i think it was like everyone knew we were cursed so if we played Get first, the, the cops would come. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you guys were playing last, probably. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, one time the the like we played like maybe two or three songs, mm-hmm. and then the cops came, and everyone at the show was lined up, like sitting Indian style. Is that a, like is that a PC term? Who so? cares? Just say. What do they call that? I now? don't. Indian style. It's cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, like for for like hours, and then they were like, they were like, "What are you doing here?" And I was like, "We were playing in the band when you showed up, you know." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "All right, get out of here. We don't want we don't want to talk to you." And then they told us all to leave, and we were like, "But all of our equipment is in there." And they're like, they're like no, "Fuck you, <laughs> get the fuck out of here." Yeah, I'm like what the hell, missiles, dude. We were like sixteen, so it was like someone's parents' house. No, it was this kid uh, or this dude. Adam. He was he, still a kid, probably. He's no, probably like 19. No, he's he like a, 40. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> no, like he, creep. Dude, this guy was. Okay, his, his band was called the uh, uh, Shock Deformity and the Amputee. Shark Deformity? Shock Deformity. Oh, Shock Deformity. And he was like. He had like pre programmed songs on it, like a Casio. Mm-hmm. And he was just like stripped down to in, to his underwear and dance around and like like sexually assault people basically <laughs> but he was like this you know like probably 
like art punk weirdo like late 20s gay black dude that (laughs) would like yeah dude i i fucking loved this guy's band so much but (laughs) yeah he would he lived in his like in a studio apartment in Mm -hmm. his grandma's backyard Mm -hmm. and he would have shows in there (laughs) and and we put we were playing a show in there when the cops Uh. came Shock, what was shock it? deformity in the amputee? It's <laughs> awesome, dude. It's so tight. And he had another band called Suit and Tie Sex, that was like real tight. My buddy Eric has the CD in his car. Out, oh, I want to peep it, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. it's super good. Wow, that's hilarious. Suit and Tie Sex. Yeah, and you'll it'll like that's the kind of shit we were into when we were yeah seventeen. So. You'll see what we're, what why we're we are. Well, the way we are. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I think that's those formative years explain a lot. Like for yeah. me, like growing up, there was a spot called the Pink House in Asheville, and it was like a punk, like anarchist punk. Like um, I think it was like an old squat, and they turned it into like yeah. the, like a like a living situation. But they had like a little, you know, like anarchist like. Uh, library in there that you could go like rent books from and then they would yeah. have shows in the basement and then like you know a bunch of people lived upstairs and stuff and um, yeah dude there was a weird scene like weird there was a weird noise scene in Asheville and kind of like um, almost like, like weird this. noise or it was a weird noise scene <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> both oh okay. yeah so um yeah, there was lots of lots of strange dudes just making, you know, a bunch of lo-fi kind of um, abstractions, and then like this weird harsh noise, and then like anarch, anarchy punk, and um, and then like some like dance punk kind of stuff, mm-hmm. some no wave kind of. There was a lot. Cool. There was a lot of cool shit. Yeah. Like when you're when you was a kid. Yeah, when I was probably like in my late teens, nice. early twenties. Yeah. It was a pretty informative thing. There was actually, then there was a Montclair house and there was shows there for a while. And then my buddies lived there. There was like, yeah, there was a cool scene in, in Asheville, uh, like in the early, early two thousands. Pretty interesting shit. Yeah. We mostly just played at like this one bar in El Paso when we were growing up. Really? Every now and again, we would try to do like a house show and it never worked out really. First. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we moved to Austin. And we were already. Now you're old. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're fucking old. I'm the youngest in our band, by the way. Isn't it Kyle? Wasn't it Kyle's birthday today or yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. He's thirty. He's thirty. Yeah. Yeah. He's crossed the threshold. Yeah. I was just talking to Ryan. I'm the I'm the only one under thirty. You're the most mature one too. I know, dude. I know. I'm what the, the fuck? fucking smartest what the one? What is going on? I'm the coolest one, smartest one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk to Andy. What were you that, saying? I was, I was mature. <laughs> <clears throat> um, speaking of mature, yeah, Andy's gonna have a fucking. He's gonna ramshackle me all hard. How's that? Even after, how that after I was saying how sweet his mom was. Well, he won't know. We're gonna go in with no context, and then I'm oh, just you're not gonna, gonna tell him. I was, I was. I'm gonna get him to just talk the most shit about you. Just preface it with. No, no uh, context. Oh, fuck. Oh, well, yeah. He's going to ramshackle me all hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
I'm basically just going to be like, yeah, Joey was on here yesterday. And then just let the floodgates open. Uh, That motherfucker. (laughs) He always takes the front seat in the van. That bitch. No. I I know how it gets, dude. I know how it gets. I know you guys love each other, but yeah, it will be like kind of like looking at each other in the van, just like this motherfucker. Yeah, no, we're we're really good at it. I think uh, uh, being in the van. Well, I've been in the van with you guys. You guys are great. Yeah, I, I'm I just mean, talking shit. Yeah, you were. Uh, that was years ago now. Strangely enough, 2015 or something? 14, I think. 14, no. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that was our, that was on our second European tour, I think. When you rode with us from, yeah, you started with us in Aarhus, right? Yep. And then went Copenhagen. Yeah. That was a good show. That was fun. <laughs> and, uh, and then Os- we went to Oslo, or did you go to Oslo? Uh, were you guys there for the Oslo Psych Fest? Yeah. Yeah, I think we... Oh, yeah, that's where we met up. We met up in, at, Os- at Oslo. Yeah. And then the next day, you rode with us. I don't remember. You started, ride- like you started riding with us after Oslo. Okay. Yeah, it was just a few days. Yeah. Yeah. But that was tight. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, uh... I stole that, uh, that big-ass sticker, that, that cola sticker, off of that fucking... It was like a tractor or something. We stopped to piss off the side of the road, and I stole that sticker. I do remember that. Yeah. I still have that sticker. I put it on my bag. My bag is all fucking dirty now because of the sticky stuff, but still got that sticker. That's the show. Damn, cold. And Josh, you remember Josh? Josh Ryan? Yeah, I love Josh. Dude. How's he doing? He's killing it right now. Yeah, right? he's fucking killing it working on the Ninja, Ninja Turtles cartoon Damn, in Vancouver. Sick. Yeah, dude, chilling, dude, chilling park. Wow, that's uh, cool. But yeah, uh, he fucking when we that night in Aarhus, mm-hmm. we all went to bed mm-hmm. late. Like we, they gave us a bottle of Tullamore Dew that night. Remember, we were fucked up. Yeah, because we had that baller ass hotel room. Too. Yeah, the hotel dude, was right you, near the fucking <laughs> stage that we played at. Yeah, remember while you were playing, we all came out on stage. And you guys had a dance party on stage. We were all dancing. Up. We were so fucked up. And yeah. then, because uh, I, oh yeah, that's what, I everyone, like, the security guard came out and was like, hey, you guys, get, get out of the stage. <clears throat> and then I danced back onto the stage because I forgot my sweater there. <laughs> And I grab my st- my my sweater and then da- dance back off, and then uh, I didn't notice that part. But yeah, we That's woke hilarious. up the next morning. We're all eating breakfast, which is a tight ass breakfast. It's a baller ass breakfast yeah. in that spot. That was like a like a fucking Hilton or some shit like that. It wasn't like that brand, but it was, it was like a that. Radisson, dude. It was a Radisson. It was a Radisson. Yeah, it was baller. It was rad. Shouts out to Nikolai for that. That was you know Smash Bang Pal. That's my buddy. Like every time I go over there, he always hooks me up with shows. He's that was our fr- that was our first first and only time that we've been up to Scandinavia. So oh really? Yeah. You didn't guys didn't go last time? No, dude. What the fuck? We went east, straight up. How was it? Eastern Europe was lit. It was super tight, man. I went, went to, to Serbia. Serbia was super tight. Whoa, that's yeah. sick. Alex, Alex from uh, Belgrade fucking hooked us up really yeah cool 
Yeah, he we picked him up there, and then we, he we went to uh, fucking uh, what was that other city in Serbia? I don't know. I've never been. The farthest east, I, east I've been is uh, Slovenia, and then Prague. Dude, we played Ljubljana in Slovenia. Is that that old like punk like uh, yeah, squat? That it was squat? like an old military base. Yeah, yeah. I played there with night beats. That, that was place fucking is tight. crazy. Yeah, yeah. That might have been. Um, did they go on to Serbia on that tour? That I don't think so. Because yeah, we played with them. Uh, or no, we didn't play with them, but. Uh, they played in Serbia with uh-huh. that dude, the dude that I was talking about. Okay. Alex, he booked their show too. Sick, sick, sick. Yeah, and I think they they got mad at him or something. That like <clears throat> there was like kind of a, a bad thing because he called them fags at some point. Hmm. And I don't care about that. And we were like, yeah, well, maybe. Maybe we would be mad at you too if you said that. <laughs> but yeah. well, like yeah, who cares? That's just drama. No one gives a fuck about. No disrespect. Yeah. I don't mean. I'm no, just no, like, no. I'm know. just. It was just like, just a stupid funny, thing. A funny factoid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do you think? I guess uh, we should go on to this uh, Sir Paul McCartney. Yeah, let's do that. Temporary secretary. So this is from Paul McCartney too, which uh, my buddy Aaron was on the podcast recently and he played a a track that was unfortunately named from this uh album um and uh this one's strangely named as well i guess paul mccartney was probably doing a lot of coke during this period of his life it sounds uh, like a I mean, lot of coke in this record the tracks that i've heard it's pretty it's pretty kooky yeah this one's pretty manic yeah uh, um i have to say our friend <clears throat> In uh, Philly, showed mm-hmm. us this song. He plays in his band Laser Background. I don't know if you heard That's that. That's a great name for a band. Yeah, it's pretty I cool. Like that. But um, yeah, he he showed us this song. We were playing a show in Philadelphia, and right before we went on, that song was playing. And afterwards, I was like, "Dude, what the fuck? What's that song? <laughs> who was that?" And I had no idea who it would be. And he's like, "Oh, it's Paul McCartney." I was like, no, the song you played right before, you know. He's like, no. He's like, no, that was, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And then as soon as you hear it and know it's Paul McCartney, yeah, you're like, you oh, can see duh. it. Duh. Yeah. yeah, of course it is. But yeah, it's fucking tight. That... Yeah, maybe this is like this is like a midlife crisis record. I feel like. Yeah. Well, I know he he recorded this in his home studio. Yeah, he was able to just get weird in the seventies. So yeah, he was probably just like doing um rails yeah like he was probably doing the this the stevie nicks type rail and jennings the the butthole <laughs> the, the, shooter, story. the butthole shooter yeah the shooter yeah the poop shooter yeah all right so this is paul mccartney <laughs> and his poop shooting uh cocaine phase temporary secretary let's peep allegedly it. Sweet fitting on my knee You can keep her job 
job if she gets it wrong ah, But Mr. Mox, I won't need her long All I need is help for a little while We can take dictation and learn to smile And a temporary secretary is what I need for to do the job I need a That song is weird as fuck. Yeah, I love it. I love that song. I kind of hate that song. No offense or no, anything. It's, it's not like it's. I, I enjoy it. That it's weird, but it's kind of like it's hard to listen to. Yeah. I, <laughs> I like it. I like it in small spurts. Yeah. Like, I like that he did it. Yeah. I like that it's a thing that that Paul McCartney did, and I always appreciate the weird shit, but. It's hard to listen to. I I I, I long for the yeah the arpeggiation just that part yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you should just sample it. Well, sorry, Make dude. A song out of it. Sorry, I subjected you to that. No, I'm glad I heard it. Like I, that's the thing is, I don't really hate anything. So for me yeah. to say that it's like it's not even like it's not something that yeah, you even like I know it, hold I know. on to. Yeah. It's just a statement. Yeah. Um of com- It's okay. Complete yeah. loathing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I'm fine with that. That's I mean uh I feel like are you a, a John Mouse fan at all? 
Do you like John Mouse? So I had just heard John Mouse when um, my buddy Matt was on the podcast recently, and he played a John Mouse okay. song. Which do you know which one he played? It was from the same record, Cop Killer, uh, maybe. No, it wasn't Cop Killer, but he did talk about Cop Killer. Cop Killer is tight. Yeah, yeah, he was really into that track. I haven't checked it out yet, but no, I think it was like the last song on the album. Um, mm. I don't know. It was cool though, mellow. So this guy, uh, he was. John Mouse is, um, he was like Ariel Pink's keyboardist, from what I understand. I don't know. That's what Wikipedia he's, says, dude, bro. I don't know, but he, dude, his albums are fucking tight. Yeah? Yeah, John Mouse is fucking super tight. But, you know, one time we we read a review about one of his records that said, it sounds like a grown grown man shitting out of his mouth or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, damn, dude, that, like... Like, there's been some harsh-ass reviews of, of mm-hmm. our records before. Really? What's the harshest? Do you remember, like, I, anything well, that, like, the, my really favorite, hit? My favorite one is, yeah. uh, <clears throat> someone said, uh, all the songs, all the songs are five and a half minutes, and they're all six minutes too long, or something like that. It's <laughs> kind of funny, though. I loved it. Like, he hates it, obviously. Yeah. Or they hate it. But... I love that how they put it, you know. I wish I was popular enough to get negative reviews. You don't? No, I don't think that I've ever seen one. Well, you're just too nice. You're no, no, I definitely think it's because just not nobody's gonna know what it is. I think I was talking to someone the other day. I don't think negative reviews should be allowed. Why? Because there's so many good things that you could write about. Don't but waste your also, t- but your, it's your opinion. Yeah, but you like. Why not spend it on something that you like seek out and find that is good? Don't tell people about something that's good instead of dwelling on the bad. If you don't write about it, it won't be found out about, and you won't have to hear it anymore. You know what I'm saying? If if something is not if something is terrible and you don't write about it, it won't have any press, and then nobody will. It won't get bigger. Yeah, but wouldn't you rather someone write about your shit in a negative way than not write about it at all? I would no. rather hear the criticism. That's what I'm I'm like expressing no. to listeners be like, dude, leave criticism in the comments. I want to hear the shit talking. I don't know. I understand criticism. I I think it's cool, but it's completely positive to growth. Yeah, but I I think it's just well, like some a- but some I think asshole. it's just like like I don't understand if I was wanting to write about music, I would I don't know. Maybe some people have just like a cynical view on it and they want to write yeah. about things that they don't like. And, yeah. I think that's, a, I think that's valid. I think that's a aspect of our culture though. Like, I, or maybe it's something that I just don't understand. And I think maybe they get of a person, maybe they get assigned to do reviews of records. They don't want to listen to particularly. And they have to review this particular, Hey, have this on my desk by, Tuesday, you know. But there's a difference you know between a, there's like, a difference between a objective uh, analysis and criticism than just a fucking cynical, poopy mouth shit talking fest. Right. And obviously, like Vice is like popularized the like shit talking poopy fest music reviews. Did you ever read any of their music reviews like back in the day in their magazine? Oh, was no, just the. No. But they were kind of hilarious in how. Much of an asshole they these people were being. It was yeah, like I kind of don't. That's what I like. I don't read music reviews because of that. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Doesn't who reads music reviews though? Yeah, I don't know. Who? Like, I mean, I don't know who believes like reads them and believes them. You know, 
I will say the because that's what like, I mean. Like that, that the one I was talking about. What's the last time you looked at Pitchfork? That's I was just about to Who say. Gives a fuck. Yeah, that was a Pitchfork review, Ugh. I think, of of John Mouse, and it was just like saying, it "Sounds like a grown man shitting out of his mouth." Or something. Well, there's one way. That, like, it's like if you're gonna talk shit, I love that record. So it's just kind of like that person has no credibility to me at all, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what everyone should, any piece of art or music, like you should listen to it on your own terms. Yeah. Like obviously like that sucks if like, you know, someone puts a record out and it just instantly gets shit on. But who, like the people that are paying attention to music reviewers and publications is like, I'm not, I don't even want those people listening to my music. I, know, I want but, people to okay. listen to my music. To the, put, the, let me put it this like way. Music. Do we need someone to review a Nickelback album? Like, you know, know. there's probably lots of we people know that it's like su- Nickelback. We know though. it sucks and we know people are still going to listen to it. It's just but like. That's the thing. You're casting your judgment on someone might like Nickelback. I know, but do, do you need to review it then? You know what I'm saying? They're going to, I mean, I don't sure. think, I don't think anyone does, but they still. So you just think bad musicians should not be able to get any type of publicity? <laughs> that's not what I'm Are saying. Are you a fascist musician? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that people should write about stuff that they do like and try to get and try to like help. Like if you want to be a music writer, you're you need. What about you, objective you need, journalism? You need though? music to continue to write. You know what I'm saying? But what if someone so puts out a record not? and someone's like, objectively, this is a bad record like for these like certain things? And obviously there's going to be amount of subjective like um, personality. Well, not being talked review. about, I think, is more detrimental than a negative review. When someone reviews you, you're still being talked about and people will still that's what I'm saying. It's be aware of you. Yeah. If... if it's still a good thing. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If you don't like it, let it just vanish into obscurity instead of putting your mark on like on something that's bad. I think I disagree. But like why attach yourself as a writer to something that's bad? I think there's something of the egotistical endeavor in that. I don't know. I think I think as in my, you know, my person you know uh like speak on it man preach on it like if i was gonna do something i don't know fuck fuck me right fuck me no no, no, No. no, no. you're a positive being man i understand your stance i'm just saying that i don't i'm just saying like if you're a music writer you need music to continue to Mm -hmm. be a music writer so why not be a positive piece of that whole wheel that's you know because if like, if there's too many yes men then everything gets uh no like, it's 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 boring. just about it's just about showing people you never have to be negative because there's so many bands that you could talk about instead of one to talk about negatively you know like mm, i don't agree I think that people should be able to have freedom of speech and say what the oh, fuck they want. Oh yeah. yeah, hell yeah! But I mean, why waste your time? And if 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 it doesn't really help, I think. Who knows if it helps or not? I can't say the that's outcome. what. That's the stance I'm taking, though. Is that I think it doesn't help because, because see, this is a conversation between two people who never went to college, y'all. 
Because we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. I know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're I know talking what about. you're talking about, too. I don't know what you're talking about at all. <laughs> I'm confused as fuck. I got, I got enough to know about what people are talking about for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I understand your point, man. I'm just... um. Yeah, I, I think I think negative reviews can be can be a good thing. I, I have read some comical just shitting on bands. Yeah. But I but I approached it in a way of like I know that there, this is a publication that shits on bands and it is and it's yeah. taking the piss. Um Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean I, I see I, your point. I see your point. I, I think yeah, I think there's a, a a fine line in that like you know even a good review is kind of a, sh- a shit thing sometimes. When, like, uh, I just don't get any reviews, dude. So I can't relate. I'll review you after this. I'll... <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we're hey, done, give me a review, man. I need to know because I I feel like this. Should I do it on Yelp? Is that how I would I do think you this? Should kind review of thing? me right. I think you should review review me right now, bro. Because uh, I already. Didn't record a third of the podcast in my mic. Uh, yeah, yeah. I probably said Strike a one. million stupid things. Which, Strike two. I mean, that's standard, though. I'm not like trying yeah, to be Yeah, that's what this is all about. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you invited me here. I expected some stupid things would be said. Well, yeah. That's but I thought yeah. it would be me, mostly. So. No, I think I'm taking the cake. Well. Um, but John Mouse is... He, you said he, he shit out of his mouth. Is that what you said? <laughs> That's what they said. That's what Pitchfork said. Yeah, or I, I think that was Pitchfork. I don't want to like. Fuck put, it. It was Pitchfork. I don't want to push Pitchfork. I'll say it right now. Fuck Pitchfork. Yeah, I don't want to put shit a fuck in anybody's about Pitchfork, mouth, but, man. Uh, but yeah, John Mouse is tight. I'm like pretty much obsessed with him right now. Yeah. Yeah, he's dope, man. Got some cool kind of like um, new wavy, post punky kind of vibes. The one track that Matt had was um, was really nice. I can't remember the name of the goddamn track though, but you know it'll be in the archives for people to look up. But this track is called "Period, Period, Period and the Rain." So there's a pause. So does that mean that you're supposed to say have a pause before you say the name of the song? And this song is called. And the rain. I think maybe a, a nice, like, breathe into the... <laughs> Just a nice exhale? Yeah. The song's called... And the rain.
Fuck Pitchfork or whoever said that bullshit. Um, John Mouse, big ups to you. I like that track. Yeah. I love that guy. And the rain. Smart dude. Real smart dude. I He's can, a, I is can, he an English professor? I'm, I'm not sure. I, I hear there's I, a rumor. I had heard, I heard tell. Yeah, I had heard that he was like a English professor at NYU or something like that. Um, but I, I've watched a bunch of interviews of him, and he's like real fast, real fast talker. Is he articulate? Yeah, yeah, very much so. That's I, collegiate. I, I, That's a collegiate trait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something we don't. Yeah, know. An- another uh, hit on us. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's rambling. The if you're just calls. tuning in right now, uh, <laughs> me and Al, we we both didn't go to college. Nope. <clears throat> Dumb as a post. You know, I, I'm enrolled in college. Uh, in the did Phoenix, you know that? Uh, the Phoenix no, School? No, ACC. Of the Arts? Austin Community College. So oh, I, yeah. I'm still in, yeah, I, I can still experiment. So I'm, I went to AB Tech in Asheville uh, for a semester. <laughs> and I took World Religion, mm. and um, which was a cool class. That was something I was into. What is, still what in. is World Religion? Just the study of all the religions of the world and kind of what yeah. they have in common. Yeah. Um, which is makes sense. I mean, it's all pretty archetypal. Yeah. But um, and then I took English and then another class. Oh, dude, I remember. So I was in this college and I had this class with this lady. I think it was an English class. And then she was a bartender at this bar that my friend Hardy used to throw shows at. It was called the Asheville Music Zone. And before I was 21, I would always go in there and drink because she knew me from the school and she thought I was over 21 and she served me alcohol in copious amounts. I actually saw Fugazi there at that. Mm. Yeah. That was the one time I saw Fugazi. It was a good show. Wow. And, uh, Ian McKay definitely like did the no mosh pit thing. And you were, you were under 21 Mm -hmm. drinking at a Fugazi show. Uh, I don't know if I was, drinking at i was probably yeah i was probably drinking at that show which is hilarious yeah because it's a straight edge uh they're straight edge weirdos yeah Yeah. um but yeah and then on my 21st birthday i went in there and my girlfriend at the time told her that it was my 21st birthday and she freaked out she got really mad at me for betraying her trust she could have lost her job i mean it's an asshole kid thing to do we was just kids you know kids yeah what are you gonna do yeah, you got to do what you got to do. I know you got to get fucked up when you're a kid. Yeah. Trying to figure out the world's problems. and Too many brain cells <laughs> making you all fucking paranoid. and All horny and, and shit horny. all the time. Yeah. You got to curb those, curb those brain cells and curb yeah. that horniness. Yeah. And, uh, you know, fit yourself into society. Yeah. Be a stand-up human. Punch yourself in the head a couple times or something. Or at least go to a Fugazi concert yeah. and screamed on mm-hmm. by the vegan vegan Mackay. <clears throat> Shouts out to Ian Mackay, though. I'm not dissing. I love that shit. Mm. Um, Jack Name? Jack Name. How'd you get introduced to old Mr. Name? Uh, my, my buddies in, you know that band Froth? Yes. Yeah, they... they Shouts out to Froth. Yeah. Jeremy. You know Jeremy? I know Juju. Oh, okay. Yeah. Juju's a 
Sweet, sweet little man. He is a sweet man. Yeah. Jeremy's like the sweetest man, though. Sorry, guys. I just got a uh, a Tinder announcement on my phone, which I never use. You Tinder. on Tinder? I am on Tinder, but I never use it. Uh, I think it's weird. But um, someone just checked me out. Start swiping to see if it's a match, and then there's a little emoji. I don't, I don't trust that. I don't think that it's a thing. I think that it's a lie. Check it out. Let's see if it's a match for you. Let's see. Could, could I help you decide? That would be it. That would be a, a first for me. Have you ever been on? Oh, no, you haven't been on this one. I've never been on any kind of no, dating site. I'm like... This is the first I'm one. not on Facebook. I'm like a... I'm basically Amish at this point, I think. You do live out in the country. Yeah, now, I do. see, no one, no one hit me up. This I is, make my own butter, too, if you get, get my drift. Dude, my friend had a... Uh, we, me and my friend I had meant a sexually, song. but that I felt like that was like... You would interpret that as drug-related, I think, but... I meant sexual butter made by me. So uh, a friend and I... Like a mixture of my... Go ahead. Speak on it. Juice and... Mm -hmm. You know that other juice. (laughs) (laughs) Well played, sir. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. A friend friend of mine and I uh, made a song back in the day as when we were rappers and it was called Titty Milk mm. and uh, my friend just got married and so I recited his whole rap verse at the uh, at the wedding no way for, in as, front of everyone in front of everybody were you drunk as fuck no no I was actually uh, I was mildly inebriated I would have had to have been you I said was nervous titty, titty Milk in front of everybody do you want to hear the verse please this is a uh, this is a uh, my man Harvard Harvard Merkelson's verse Merkelson? from the song Titty Milk. Is that a real person, Harvard Merkelson? That's, just a, that's a real person. It's an alias, but it's a real person. Did you say Har- Harvard? Harvard Merkelson. All right. So this is his verse from the song Titty Milk. Spraying titty milk like champagne, curdled up in my sink and it clogged my drain. Can't get it off my brain. That's all she rain. It's an awesome thing. Ain't no nookie gimmick. Fuck around and dip a cookie in it. Let a rookie <laughs> sip it. Pass it to me. Sipping on it passionately. You just turned to mother. And I'm out here in these streets trying to churn some butter. I ain't concerned with others. A nice boy with lots of skill. Sipping rice, soy, and chocolate still. But the only thing that tops my hill is topless milk. Girl, let me cop a feel. And that was his ode to titty milk. I like that. It's a good verse. You know, um, that, that, uh, strikes a chord with me because um, for some reason my little brother is like uh, I think like 12 years younger than me Mm -hmm. and when my mom had him she saved a bunch of breast milk in the freezer and froze it and and so like from when he like he was like 7 or 8 when I started doing this but for a long time I would tell him you know, I'm going to make you a, a titty milkshake <laughs> and, and you, you're not going to know. I'm going to just, I'm going to make you a milkshake and there's going to be titty milk in it. And one of these days, I'm, and then I, I'm going to tell you to like 10 years later, you know, remember that time remember that I made you that, that chocolate shake. That was the one I had, had that titty milk. Remember in on it. June 3rd? <laughs> 1994 yeah that, that was milkshake. the one 
that, that like show him a calendar. It's like circled <laughs> on the on the calendar. Oh. He's horrified of it, and it's funny because I mean it's not a big <laughs> deal. He's like horrified. Like that's that titty milk. How old is he now? He's eighteen. That's hilarious. Yeah, and he. I bet you he would. He would freak the fuck out if I if I told him he had already ingested the titty milk, even though he had survived on it. For the you know. I know it's like it's like there's that cutoff yeah. point. It's like, sorry, man, I'm an adult now. Yeah, I can't take hey, my mom's hey, titty hey, milk. Hey, hey, hey. This is a social thing, which is freaky as fuck. Anyway, the whole thing like, is weird. Yeah, life in general, you know. Yeah, like try explaining that. To someone. to a child, <laughs> yeah. I think he did, and you probably fucked him up. For yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, he's I'm, a better man for it. I'm probably responsible for a lot of, you know, way larger things that he will probably do. Well, you know, as a, I'm a big brother too, and that's just part of the byproduct of being a big brother. Yeah, you're an asshole. No, no, I'm I'm the nice one. In Your brother's whole... an asshole? No, 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 no. I have... I was going to say, come on now. I have three brothers and four sisters. So Are you middle? Yeah, somewhere in there. Middle-ish? <laughs> yeah, middle-ish. Holy shit. Yeah. So I got... Yeah, I got... So this Thanksgiving was lit then. Yeah, there was a lot... I mean... It's a lot of... Were all your siblings there? Uh, You know, three three of my siblings were there, but... No, like a lot of them weren't there. Uh, but yeah, we, we got a big, big ass family. Big family. Yeah, I got two brothers, two younger brothers. Double divorce, step, step parents. Step, step dad? Exponential step parents. Does <laughs> your step dad smoke weed though? No, he tries every now and again, but he freaks out. He's My like, step dad <laughs> tries to smoke weed. That's the, like, dude, he's, he's, uh, he's a maniac. <clears throat> He tries to smoke weed and he freaks out. He he like uh, he's he's too old at the at this point to to start doing something like that, and he uh, never too old. I think, but no, he like takes these like, um, what are they? It's like a a steroid and like a fucking some kind of testosterone thing and mm-hmm. like a weight loss thing at the same mm-hmm. time. So he's like, he's all just jacked. Like, yeah, just he's all like sorts jacked of crazy out. Shit. Yeah. God, I can't believe, I can't imagine. I hope when I get older, I don't have to take like a bunch of chemicals to like maintain. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope that I can be healthy, which it's not looking so hot because I'm portly and I'll probably have to take some sort of medicine to like, uh, you know, just exist in the normal world as I get older. Hopefully not. Um, but that is a weird thing, like thinking about getting older. You're not 30 yet, so you might not think yeah, about I, this. I'm going to live forever. Before, I, I'm like, let me tell you. Wait till you start taking vitamins and drinking water. Dude, I never drink. <laughs> I told you already, right? I don't drink water. No, I'm saying wait till you have to. That's my that's my trick. Young Because there's so much chemicals in the water. You guys are getting all <laughs> fucked up. They poison the water, man. Yeah. I'm living forever. <laughs> yeah. That's the secret. You Swear just never God. drink any water. Yeah. Coffee and beer. I'm just making kidney stones all day, and then I just take them out, and I'm yeah, fine. Yeah, I thought you just took a shit when you went to the bathroom because of the bloop, bloop. I did. Bloop. It was all, it was all kidney stones. It was all stones. kidney stones? But I pooped at the same time because it's so painful. 
you gotta strain so hard you just automatically <laughs> shit every time oh i had a buddy that i lived with back in the day that had a kidney stone he passed it uh while we were roommates I'm sorry to hear that yeah i was too man <laughs> fuck that's a serious thing dude i never had one of those before <clears throat> yeah yeah it's uh yeah not, not fun you've had one for real real I, i'm i'm pretty sure i have yeah i have one yeah you have I, one now i think i have a, a tapeworm as well why because you're skinny yeah because i'm i mean freakishly skinny <laughs> and like did you get one in uh serbia no i think i've had it i think i think you ever watch futurama yeah like you know the where he gets that parasite that like makes him better no it, i like, haven't seen that episode the parasite like goes into his brain and him it makes him like a better person and more <laughs> likable and stuff and everyone's like should we take it out or no like everyone's like he's kind of cool now yeah he's like, much cooler now but that i i feel like that's what my tapeworm is like if my tapeworm died i would suddenly like get all fat and like because i'm like extremely lazy <laughs> i lay in bed all day long you got to get some exercise and drink some water bro dude i'm like extremely fit as well and incredibly agile my like i have the reflexes of a cat really yeah i could climb anything <laughs> is is climbing considered i'm pretty sure i invented parkour also <laughs> <laughs> what when you were like 13 yeah i had a, i've been I had doing a, parkour my whole life i had a phase where i like to jump off roofs roofs for a while but this Dude, was like when i was like me 16 too. no yeah. no maybe i was like 17 18 Cause I I figured out how when you jump off something high you just kind of like, you kind of do the roll ninja roll the yeah. roll yeah. was so crucial to understanding Integral, yeah you know what I think it was is right graffiti because we oh, used yeah, to have to gotta, like climb fences and like yeah. and then we'd have to and run and you got to be ninja like yeah. in general yeah yeah you got to be, be quiet yeah and then swift and and. Uh, that would be the best t trait for any graffiti writer to have is the parkour thing. Yeah. Yeah. I bet I bet there's motherfuckers that do. Maybe they dabble in both fields. Yeah. I mean, it would benefit. That was the funnest part so of much. writing graffiti was like climbing and exploring like old structures and shit. Luckily, I never like fell through a like rusty roof or some shit to my death. But... Yeah, that was always so fun just going. Yeah, I wouldn't think that about you, that you had fallen through a roof, a roof to your death at this point. <laughs> I don't know. You just don't wear like. You don't strike I me as the kind of guy who died in a roof died. fall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Jack name. I think. We, oh yeah, Jack yeah, name. Yeah, Jack name. Oh yeah, Mr. Jeremy. Name. Jeremy. Jeremy. I think Jeremy showed track. me this song. We're back on track. And. Uh, fun fact about Jeremy, me and him, we have this thing. We uh, text each other back and forth. Mm -hmm. This has been going on for months now, like maybe a year now. I don't okay. know, but I'll just like text him, a like a kind of food, mm -hmm. like a food item, like broccoli. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's more like cheese fries. Yeah. Okay. Cheese right. fries. Gotcha. Question mark. And he'll be like, 
Mm. <laughs> and the response. <laughs> and then he'll ask me a question like, uh, pumpkin pie. And I just say, mm. So is there ever any response that is I, sometimes, response? Yeah, sometimes I don't like it. Sometimes he says something that I don't like, and then I'm like, no. So kind of like a music reviewer. Sometimes no. you hear something you don't like. No, you just gotta comment not like on that. It. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't bring bring things back around as if. I'm just kidding, man. Um. So, uh, yeah, but yeah. I'll, Jeremy showed you Jack name. Yeah, and I was like, mm. big up to Jeremy <laughs> and uh, all of the froth. Jeremy Katz, J. Murder Froth, dog. Yeah. Uh, Juju, I love that band. Young Man. And I love Jack Name. This guy's amazing. Have you ever seen him play live? I saw him play with uh, White Fence. Yeah, yeah, when he plays, because he, he played lead in White Fence for Yeah, a while. he was playing like a foot computer. Dude, he, <laughs> he's a G. You know like, what I'm talking Tim about? Was, yeah, no, Tim was actually like breaking down like, so like all the effect processing and shit that like happens on the white fence records in order for them to when they were playing live, like Jack name I don't know I don't know if that's his real name I th- I hope so, uh he would be doing all the processing and like he would always have a computer up there and he like designs his own shit he's a genius dude like, yeah he seemed pretty big up Jack name he's one of my favorite like contemporary musicians yeah he's super tight. I I love his voice on the song. It's kind of like it reminds me of uh you know, uh I forget the guy's name and Caribou. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of his know. voice. Okay. But this fucking and it's after the Paul McCartney song, it's kind of like or actually we didn't we played uh John Mouse. John Mouse. Yeah. Still, it's kind of it's like It's still after the Paul McCartney song, so Yeah. You're on but track. like it's kind of like that the synth sound on here is so uh-huh. tight. Yeah, it's like I, I want to just loop that little part and listen to it forever. You should. That's all I do, man. I just loop parts of music yeah. and listen to it forever. Dude, it's will you do me things. a favor? What? We loop the the bass solo in that Paul Simon song. Which one? The you can call me out. That. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'll loop you that for you. Yeah, I'll loop it. Yeah. Just forever. We'll see how long of a YouTube video we can make out of it. <laughs> it just sounds like a computer processing something forever. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? The no, I don't know. I know that song because everyone's... Bam, 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 yeah, bam, I know that part, yeah. Bam, 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 and then everything stops and it's just like... <laughs> I kind of hate Paul Simon, man. I kind of don't yeah, fuck well, with Paul Simon. I dude, like, I fuck on. with Garfunkel, bro. Yeah, right. See, no one's giving Garfunkel yeah, right. a chance. No one's giving. You What's know your I, favorite Art Garfunkel song? I didn't say I listened to his music. I oh, say you I fuck, fuck with him? him. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm anti. Anti Paul, man. No, I don't fuck with Paul. He's a cultural appropriator. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, world music wasn't the term. World music. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Goat was invented uh, because uh, Paul Simon had that fucking record, and they were like, "What do we call it? Like, what what kind of music do we call oh, this?" It's silly, it's silly. And they're like, "Yeah, world music." It's uh, you know, like I 
Sorry. You know what I have a question? How many people that are shouting out cultural appropriation like Paul Simon and the Talking Heads? Probably a fair percentage. Yeah, I don't I'm make a guesstimation. I don't. I don't pretend to know what. Uh, I don't know what what other people. Think. It's a controversial like, subject. It's a. I know. Yeah, like, we, I don't, feel like, we don't need to talk about it. I feel like I'm like. I was just making so a joke. far. Uh, so much different than the normal person that I even like. Normal people that I even like mm-hmm. that I can't even imagine what everyone else is thinking of. You know. I think you lay in bed too much, bro. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. But <clears throat> I drink too much coffee, laying in bed too much. <laughs> Just don't go to the Sprint store. I dude. got bed sores. Whatever you do, yeah. don't go to the Sprint store. Yeah, but I ain't. Oh, you, you're not your going to find me up. in no Sprint store. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is Jack Name waiting for another moon. This is off the uh, the record that is the werewolf concept. This whole record's a concept about being a werewolf. <laughs> name Wolfman Wolfman Jack Wolfman Jack <laughs> <laughs> You've been to Huts? You eat at Huts? <laughs> Wolfman Jack name Yeah, I love that track, man Yeah, you, you've seen him live? Yeah well, uh, So good Well, not by himself mm. but Yeah, with the band Was I've it when he was like sitting down and like no, I mean, I've just seen him with White Fence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, yes, you've seen him play with, with Tim and then... Um, but his solo set is yeah, really sick, dude. <clears throat> yeah, it's just like him. I think 
It's like a drummer, and the drummer has like an electronic kit. From what I remember, oh, I remember yeah. I saw them open for the OCs like a couple of years ago. And the drummer has an electronic kit, so he can program all the like sounds, but then play them live. Yeah. And then it's him sitting across from someone else with the, the keys and whatever other weird, um, you know, pr- sound processing things that he works with. But yeah, it's good. Just like super stark, minimal, like almost like uh, like craft. Verk, Kraftverkian. Kraftverk. Kraftverkian. Nice. Yeah, it's it's really dope. Yeah, he's one of my favorite um, favorite motherfuckers to come out of the last few years. Big up, Jack. Name, nombre. Is that how you say name in Spanish? Nombre. I don't know. Shit, bro, you're from Texas. You should know. I ain't speak Spanish. You should. I know. I wish I did, dude. I was, I, dude, I hardly. Some days I don't even talk at all. Man, you're so. living a you're living a quarantined life, bro. Yeah, you got to get out there and live, bro. Why? You and your oh, you got your tapeworm. Yeah. I don't need nobody else. But I got my, my stones. You got your stones and your tapeworm. The not so rolling stones. You got a lighter. Hell yeah. I don't really have a, a tapeworm. Or 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 kidney stones, by the way. They're never gonna believe you now, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you went too far with the joke. It's believable. You can't back out. One time, I told uh, someone, someone's girlfriend, I forget, uh, that I had COPD because I had seen What's that. that? I, I don't know, but I had seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I had seen it in so many commercials. Uh huh. And I was just like, yeah. I was just fucking with them, and then I was like, "Yeah, I got that COPD." They're like, "Oh man, I'm sorry. What 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 are your blah blah?" And they all they knew a bunch of shit about COPD, and then I mm-hmm. had to be like, "Nah, I was, I was, just, I was just fucking with you. <laughs> That's I fucked up. I don't have COPD. I don't even know what that is." What if they like put their fucking arm around you and they're like, "Yo, my uncle has that." How would you feel? Terrible. Yeah, that would have been shitty. Remember uh, OCP from RoboCop? Wasn't that uh, the name uh, of the um, like the Detroit Police Department or something? I don't know. The, I remember seeing the OCD in, in, insignia. Yeah, yeah, it was like the yeah, it was like the weird like metallic lettering. Yeah, I I worked at the draft house for like five. Minutes, too many years, and um, they had that. It's ins- not a bad job. Insignia. What? Which one? Working at the fucking Alamo Draft House. You worked there before? No, just working in a movie theater. You get to go see movies for free if you want. Yeah. Okay. Just trying to <laughs> bring a positive light into your pathetic fucking job <laughs> that you had for way too long. No, I mean I had a I had a cool job for a while, but whatever. We won't, we won't dwell on that. Anymore. No, let's not dwell on the past. I'm, I'm over it. Shall we move forth? Yeah. No. Let's let's stay here for a while. <clears throat> it all started. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Starts to do a like, therapy <laughs> session. It was when I first walked into that goddamn draft house. Everything changed. 
Is it going? Yeah. Yeah, it's going. It's almost done. Maybe not. That was a death rattle of yeah, that joint. Okay. Let it go. Let it yeah. fall by the wayside. It's all right. So Blouse is next. Yeah, I love this song. I'm um, a glass or oh no, in a glass. In a glass, yeah. This is my glasses. favorite track off that record. And what's up with Blouse? I don't know about him. You know, uh, my girlfriend showed me that band like a shouts long, out Desiree long ass time ago, like probably years ago. And mm-hmm. uh, and for some reason, a lot of times when she would show me a band, mm-hmm. like I would kind of like be like, eh, whatever, yeah, okay, you yeah. know, because a lot of times, you know, she's into the different things than I am. So yeah, opposites attract. But but yeah, like so I kind of like disregarded this band, mm-hmm. and then later on realized was, you were an asshole. Yeah, well, that happens. <laughs> that happens a lot, you know. Uh, that you realize you're an asshole? Yeah, Because that yeah. happens to me every goddamn day. Every time I open my fucking eyes, I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, you're an asshole. Welcome back. Yeah. Oh, you have a mirror? You have mirrors on the ceiling or what? No, I just <laughs> open my eyes and see my own hand and be like, oh, yeah, this is like asshole. Hotel California yeah. and shit. <laughs> Hotel Austin, Texas. Yeah. So, Blouse. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, was reintroduced to them later on. I was like, man, this is tight. What is this? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Did you go back to Desiree and you're like, yeah, I told baby, her I was, I was wrong. No, not so. Not in those words. I, I, I you should have fucking kneeled down and just walked toward her on your knees and said, baby. I was just like, I was wrong. I was like, we were on tour. We listened to Blouse. Isn't that funny? She's like, oh, I knew, I knew you guys would listen to Blouse eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Your girl might be a little more on it than you are, bro. No, what for sure. Yeah. Yeah, she always is way more active uh a more active listener than I am. I kind of tend to Maybe better taste. Yeah, but, Yeah. Every every time someone's like, "Oh, cool shirt." I'm like, "Yeah, thanks. Uh, I don't I didn't buy it." <laughs> <laughs> she Are you talking it. about that hidden ritual shirt you're wearing? Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. She was like, yeah, Yo, you got to check out the sick band, Hidden Ritual. Yeah. They are a sick band. We'll get to them later. Yeah. But Blouse is first. More on Hidden Ritual later. First <laughs> we got Blouse for you. In a glass from the record Imperium. Yeah, this guitar, the guitar part in the middle, it just, it hits so hard for me. I don't know why. The floor tom snare combo with the, the guitar part when it comes in, it's just like, it's my it's the recipe to make me like the song a whole lot that kind of thing right there you know like it rings your bell yeah that's yeah. what i was trying to say well let's uh check it out blouse in a glass break beat <laughs>
Yeah, that's a that's a real tight one. I um, I think she's got a really beautiful voice. Yeah, and the the amount of like room in her voice, like the reverb, sounds great. You know, it's not it's not that like reverb that's just like overbearing sometimes. It's just like it's a nice it's a nice touch. <laughs> yeah, the room. Yeah, sounds I think good. everything everything is like. <clears throat> um, crafted very, you know. It's spacious. It's a spacious track. You can hear the the space in it. Yeah. I, I like that. It's you know it's fairly sparse, um, but yeah, it's 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 a really pretty, really pretty track. Yeah, I never heard Blast before. Had they played Levitation? I don't think so. I not that I. I feel I like I had I had maybe maybe, maybe years ago. I don't know. Or maybe they played another another one that's like I feel like I'd come about them because I was making a mix, but I I don't know if that's true because I can't remember anything. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, big up blouse. Yeah, that's a super from, tight maybe? record. I have no idea. Maybe we should call up Desiree. No, she wouldn't know either. She no, 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 no. We don't need to call in. Did you check in with the old lady yet? Are you like, are you good on time? Yeah, I'm fine. You're good? Okay, yeah. cool. I got plenty of time. So, uh. I got all the time in the world. <laughs> Says the, the can, young man. I can do whatever 28 years young. 29. 29. Still, uh. Jeez, got man. the world ahead of you. Yeah. So much in store. <clears throat> I'm not 30 or anything. No, you're definitely not. I'm, you know. Wait till that beer gut kicks in, bro. Oh. Once you pass that parasitic worm that you have, <laughs> that shit is just like, <laughs> yeah, right, look dude. like Homer Simpson, bro. That's what I was saying, dude. It's, I'm more worm than me now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Like, I am the, the worm. You are the worm. Yeah. 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 Wow. Are you hermaphroditic now? No, I, I mean, I, worms well, are still mostly. only the penis. I, I still only have a, a penis. I saw this slug in San Francisco. <laughs> There's this giant golden slug, and it was like walking through the Presidio Park. I was like, came about it, and this lady came down uh, with her dogs. And stopped, and I was like marveling at the at the slug, and this lady came and was like, "Oh yeah, that's the blah 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 slug." Like came with all the factual um, information about the slug, and the slug was hermaphroditic, um, mm. which uh, I had forgotten about. You know, some, <clears throat> some uh, insects uh, operate in that manner. One that's time, really interesting. I, I saw some slugs doing it doggy style on my driveway. Straight up, I, I I guess they weren't the hermaphroditic dude, ones. Then they had no, definitely not. They knew what was going or maybe on. maybe they were maybe they were just wild. Wild having fuck. a good time. <laughs> I don't know, but sounds like it. There's a picture of it on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah. How many likes? This was years ago, so probably like four or five. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say forty-five. And also, say, like Damn. the caption is "slugs doing it doggy style." So. You know, it's not like the crowd pleaser. It's pretty high brow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> like the rest of my Instagram. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, so you're on Instagram. Yeah, Al Pacino at, in Heat. At Al Pacino in Heat? Yeah. Oh, that's what I got to start doing is like the movie. shout out their... Uh, like the movie Heat. Not like, hey, someone's knocking on the dope. Thank you for clarifying. Uh, I wish we could have played Paul McCartney after that. Seriously, someone's after knocking blouse? on your door. Someone's knocking on your door. I didn't invite anyone over. Oh, so you don't answer? No, we're doing something. I don't... Damn. Balling. We're busy. Um, Shit. So, the next track. What the fuck? Hold on. I do have to now that they're being... So now that we're alone. Hey. Al's answering the door. Some girl, I don't know. Oh, shit. Oh, some cookies. She got some cookies. Hey! Hello, I'm oh, Joey. Jackie. I'm sorry? Great microphone. What was your name? Oh, Jackie. Jackie. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Jackie, say what's up. We're recording a podcast. Can yeah, we? we're, we're, we're live. Hi, guys. I got really upset because someone was knocking on the door, and then I realized it was you, and now I'm not upset. Okay. So all that shit I was talking earlier, I uh, retract because it was Jackie, and she's a sweetheart. Yeah, good thing I told him to answer the door. Yeah, thank you for that, man, because I feel like uh, I would have just let her knock, and she's got to use a computer to write some papers and get an A+. We had discussed it earlier. Back to the college thing. Collegiate. I know. Look at all these people just prospering. Yeah. You know, that's a uh, funny thing, though, is um, Dustin went to college. Mm-hmm. He majored in philosophy. Um, today I got a he letter. Seems like a pretty philosophical dude. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, today I got a letter that was <laughs> saying, "Do you know how to reach Dustin Zosiah? He, because it was his student loan oh, company. Shit. Apparently, he used me as a reference. So, <clears throat> and they're like, uh." <laughs> Do you know how to contact this man? Yeah, I was like, "Dang, dude!" I feel like we probably shouldn't put him on too much blast. They got. I'm glad. God, I'm glad Dustin's all right. Yeah, I mean, fuck, it's wild. It's insane. We live in crazy times, man. Do you ever think about the holographic universe theory? Uh, no, I haven't ever thought about that. That this is just a hologram. Like this is where. Basically, I mean, it sounds corny to preface this, preface it, preface it this way, but it's just like on some Matrix shit. Like, we're just like kind of living in this simulation. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, we could be, you know, we could be anything. Uh, but that that's why I don't really think any further about it because. It's like, you know, this uh, is it. Are worth, we ga- am, are we gonna escape it if we if yeah, we figure it, it out? Considering? If we figure out the the trick or the secret about it, it are we gonna be, 
you know is it gonna be any better for us i don't think so i don't know i mean there's there's aspects of like are we gonna can we take a pill the blue pill see why didn't you take the red pill and what about a buddhist what about a buddhist someone that like that like that like particular or um hypothetically reaches this aspect of understanding that it does click something does click and you're like removed yeah 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 fuck that <laughs> Wait, you, what if what if you took the red pill and the blue pill at the same time? They don't tell you what would happen if you took that. You know, Tur- the purple pill. That's a uh, that's the double morning st- after pill, bro. The du- double stacked red pill. <laughs> the morning after pill. <laughs> Morpheus is just like yo. I got this double stacked red pill. It's like we're about to candy flip. <laughs> Candy flip in reality. If you want to wake up in your bed tomorrow, like nothing happened, take this blue pill. If you want to take this triple stacked red pill, maybe it's do some weird stuff with candy me. Flip. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you wake up and the, there's a tube coming out of the back of your head. Dude, that would actually maybe. be a dope, like, alternate story. Like, what if you just took both the pill? Yeah, that's kind of what you're doing. Right now. Yeah. Because you're living between the polarities. The titty milk, right? It's, that's the, both pills mixed together. It's yeah, I milk. would say, yeah, that is the <laughs> that is both pills because that's what fuels you to the existence of the human condition. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. I figured why it the, out. That's why... This is little, one of those epiphanies you were talking about. That's why my little brother doesn't want the titty milk. He's not... He's not living he doesn't want to be in the world yeah he no he 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 already he's already sorry in the world he already took the red pill he's he's like he's like you know tank remember Shit's tank too real. <laughs> 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 like he's is he, is he one of the characters from that movie yeah. from the matrix <laughs> yeah. what was, so what was his like well tank is stance? like an operator you know so he's got to call up tank and be like yo get me out of here my they're trying to give me that <laughs> oh he's milk. the one who gets him between yeah when you go in yeah they like calm they uh fifth in i don't know another street <laughs> fifth and main uh, street fifth and main yeah, yeah that's a good one yeah standard yeah and then Archetype and then street. tank you know calls a cell a uh, payphone on on that street and then my little brother is like they're, they're, i'm gonna get out get away from this titty milk <laughs> and then he runs over there and picks up the phone <laughs> yeah Sorry, I'm just imagining your brother that I don't know being in the in the movie The Matrix, and whew, that's really funny. Yeah, that's a really funny concept. I guess I guess we should move forth. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this next band? Oh, uh, uh, this next band is uh, uh, Cocteau Twins. I never listened to them. Yeah. No, I just it's I know it's one of those 4AD bands that like everyone reveres, but I just 
You know, I had been uh, mostly into another album of theirs for a long time, and that's what, you know, was introduced to me. And Mm -hmm. then I recently just, like, ventured off and and just started listening to this other album that this song comes from. And this is my favorite song from that album. It's, I don't know what what it is about it particularly, but... This is this is what I'm into. This this song. This is your jam. Yeah, this is my this is like my favorite song right now. Cocktail Twins. I might have even said that about other songs on this playlist. But but that's the thing. That's what it's about. What are you What are you into at the moment? You know, you can be into multiple things. Yeah. I don't. I don't feel like you know you have to segregate. So this is the track. Never, never. Amelia. The Cocktail Twins.
Cocktail twins. Amelia. Cocktail twins. Cocktail? Cocktail? Cocktail. Cocktail. I just always want to call them the cocktail twins. I don't know what it is. Dugtails. Woo! Oh, the track Amelia. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Somber. You're somber at this point in time? Oh, Laying in bed yeah. with your, you and your tapeworm listening <laughs> to the cocktail twins? All right, let's forget about the tapeworm. Dude, Joey Cook has a tapeworm. No, I don't. Dude, Twitter is going to be going nuts. You know. Hashtag. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, let's go with it. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Yeah. Might get some shine off of it. You, you fucking start an awareness campaign, bro. Um, speaking of awareness campaigns, Hidden Ritual is one of my favorite um, Austin bands. Yeah. Them and... They're uh, my favorite Austin band. So, I saw Sailor Poon the other night. when I The first night I got back from tour... And I think they might be my new favorite Austin band. Mm. They were incredible. Um, but I think Hidden Ritual, I was going to say Holy Wave. That was a Freudian slip because you guys mm. are one of my favorites. I didn't want to a cop to it, but, you know. Yeah, that's all right. It's, you know, we're friends. I got you know, yeah. I don't want it to get weird. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are pretty good, though. But Hidden Ritual is another one that's up there for me. Yeah, they're my they they remain at my they're incredible f- favorite band in Austin. And you know what? Sure. Um, oh, what the hell is the lead singer's name? Jaime. Jaime. Yeah, he did our our album art. He's probably one of my favorite contemporary graphic designers too. Yeah, dude, it's incredible. Dude, like I want to I want to pay him to like make my next album. Cover. You gotta you gotta get his calendar twenty seventeen. I have seen that they they sell it at the show, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, and, well, I have his 2016 calendar. He's got a new one. And uh, yeah, the, he should be coming out with a new it's one. It's been a right. long time since I Actually, he calendar. did already come out with it and I hope so. I got 3 copies of it on my way on its way to my house. Did you order offline? Yeah. I should do that. Yeah, you should. It's tight. He's a fucking badass. He he designed our last album art and the album before that, too. Well, I, um, and most of our fucking tour posters yeah, and yeah. flyers and stuff. Yeah. yeah, he's incredible, man. I remember uh, seeing his stuff, I think for the first time that I, I guess obviously I had seen you guys' record cover, the, the last one, um, but he did the pre-show trifecta flyer for levitation this year, this last uh, okay, year. okay, yeah. With the red and blue, like it was yeah, like yeah. a kind of like a Dali uh, yeah, surrealist kind of situation. I just I, his his style is very unique. I feel yeah. like it's very unique. Yeah, I'm starting. To, we're, we saw um, some posters that he did in Detroit when we were there. Oh shit! Yeah, like so he's starting ago. to like branch out and do some other yeah. stuff. And cool, it's, man. Like undeniably, you know, mm-hmm. you you know as soon as you see one of his flyers, that yeah, it's him. So it's pretty awesome. God damn, I better holler at him before he gets too expensive. Yeah. <clears throat> but he just did our... I gotta uh, make a new record. Our homie uh, Lightworks. Yeah, I saw that. He did Still, his album yeah. cover too. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, shout out Lightworks. He's yeah. about to be on tour, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's he's sick. going everywhere, yeah. Yeah, he's doing it. 
He's a talented kid, man. Yeah, he's super cool. He's my yeah. roommate too. Yeah, Eric. Yeah, Eric. And he was he, like, he's my oldest friend. Really? Yeah, that's sick. I met him before all of these people. Assholes, you could say it. Yeah, <laughs> he is <laughs> a sweetheart. Yeah. He's definitely not an asshole. No. Shout out to Lightworks. Um, by this time, I think the tour will be over. But um, everyone, check out Lightworks. He's got a Bandcamp page. He's got a new record just came out. Do you know? Remember the name of the record? It's called Sleepover. Sleepover. Peep it. He put it out himself, yeah? Yeah. Tight. Yeah, um, he's a hard-ass worker. You can tell that, man. You can tell. And, you know, I just met the dude, but he, uh, he's a very sweet dude, and he's incredibly talented. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, we were in, uh, me, Andy, and him were in a band together in high school. Oh, word? Yeah. The band I was talking about earlier, that's... That was me, Eric. House Party Stoppers. Yeah. Me, Eric, Andy, and my little brother for a time. And then and then for a while, it was uh, Dustin played bass in that band. And Kyle played bass in that band, too. That's sick. Yeah. That's and, tight you guys all came And Jameis. Together. Do you know Jameis? I don't think I know Jameis. He's, he's around here in yeah. Austin now. Does he, he play in anything? Yeah, he plays in some, some metal bands around town. A dude with the name Jameis sounds like he should be playing yeah. in a metal band. Yeah. He's a tight ass dude. That's tight. No, I don't know him. I don't think I've ever met him. Introduce me. Yeah, well. Next time we're all out and about at Hotel Vegas. Um, so speaking of Hotel Vegas, Hidden Ritual, the track Judy. Yeah. Best band. Dude, this fucking cut, man. Let's just let's just Yeah, this track is speaks for itself. Thank you. 
guys are going places. Yeah. They're going places. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. So glad they're, they are putting shit out now so we can play it on stuff like this. Well, they, did they not have, uh, they, they just put a new record out, right? Yeah, this I mean is from the last one. Yeah, they they just put out this new record and and uh, they have this other record, but before that it was just a tape, so it was so hard to tell people, like check them out. We people would be like, "What's your favorite band?" And we would all be like, "Hidden Ritual." Mm-hmm. Like, how do we hear it? And then you got to get a like, uh, tape uh, from yeah. someone in Texas. Yeah, because yeah. Jaime was, uh, I think he's too. Uh, uh, particular, you know, he he's a uh, he's a perfectionist. I think he yeah. was taking too long giving it to us. Well, I mean, there's something to be said for that. Yeah, I think, I think that it that it shows uh, the time that's put in yeah. to this music. I haven't heard the new one yet, um, but I have heard a couple tracks off this record and also seen him live uh, a handful of times, and I'm always. They're amazing. Pretty blown away. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Robert. I don't know what that means. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, <clears throat> Robert, their uh, keyboard player. I don't know if I know him. He's I know Jaime, but. Titus. Titus, dude. Yeah. Matt. Don't know Matt. Maybe. I don't know. The man. Nutty I Professor, Matt. So are they all doctoral? Is that the right word? Uh, well, we just have names that we came up for. Smooth Orion is the basis because okay. we have Orion in our band, and, and so we had to like come up with. Uh, and the other dude's a lot smoother than oh, Ryan. Yeah. yeah, he's smooth, and so <laughs> that that made uh, our Ryan Stinky Ryan, and then so there's Smooth Ryan and Stinky Ryan now. <clears throat> Stinky Ryan. Yeah, that's our Ryan. Oh, so and that's the that's the official <laughs> only nickname? because of how it's not that Ryan is stinky. It's just mm-hmm. how smooth smooth Ryan is. It makes Ryan stinky by comparison. You know, I like how because because I don't I don't think as stinky as the antithesis of smooth. You know, rough <laughs> rough Ryan. He's not rough though. He's not rough though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stinky Ryan. Exactly. Is like the, it was the logical. Uh, <laughs> The logical arch nemesis of Smooth Ryan? Not nemesis, just like maybe antithesis. How do you know? Maybe, yeah. There's but anyway, between a nemesis and an antithesis, there's a lot of isthesis yeah. going on. Yeah, Screak, look it up. But uh, yeah, Hidden Ritual, fucking tight, tight. So we got next we got MGMT which is uh, a band that I think a lot of people discredit. Yeah. Because they had those two songs that were really good slash got really popular and kind of defined like uh mm-hmm. festival culture. Right, yeah. Like bro festival culture and like uh girls with like face paint and uh uh like booty shorts dresses and shit and like that. Yeah. Coachella yeah. Coachella they culture? got Coachella Culture, culture. <laughs> no, <that's, laughs> goddamn, that was a horrible. Yeah, you don't have to combine things. <laughs> I have to though. That's what my brain does. So yeah, I do have to try. Um, yeah. 
even in public, even though it's embarrassing. Yeah. But yeah, Coachella culture, MGMT kind of did have that. Right, yeah. And, and you know, this song is uh, one of my favorite songs off their lesser-known album. And that's the one uh, um, Sonic Boom produced. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, nobody... No one ever, says that. No one talks ever about talks that. about anything nope. about this album, but you know, the, I've never listened. I, I would have, I, I would have felt like too lazy playing that song, uh, just as is, you know. The the way I normally listen to it all the time. Yeah, because it's kind of like it's. I've been listening to that album for a long time now, but you know, still people don't talk about it at all. But this, you know, this uh, remix, I just barely even heard it, mm-hmm. like, maybe a week ago. Ed Banger? Yeah, when I was uh, mm. I was just looking through the, the list that I had sent you, mm-hmm. and I saw that there was a, a remix on, the, on there, and I was like, yeah, peeped I'll, it out. I'll check this out. And it was just kind of like, man, this is totally, like... It's a jam. Yeah, I mean it's it's not like, you know, it doesn't hit on the same things that I really like about the original song, but but that's the, what a remix is all about. Yeah, but there's like it's a new interpretation. Like, yeah, cool parts of it that it's kind of like the it it kind of reminds me of like a mild high club version of mm. that song or something. Mm-hmm. And th- but then at the very end, there's like this bonus little super uh, electronic kind of. I don't know, out of place kind of part at the very end that I love so much. I I I don't know why it's there, but I really appreciate it that it's there. Sounds like it's because Ed Banger is all about making them bangers. It's like it, it, it was like he was like, "All right, I'm going to make this whole thing and then at the end I'm going to do something just fucking crazy. Throw this in there, totally different style." I mean, it's not like as he yeah. should. It's not like something I've never heard before, but it's just like totally out of character for that to be at the end of this song. But I like yeah. curveballs. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tight ass curveball. Um, yeah. Shall we? Yeah, let's let's do it. Siberian Breaks, Ed Banger remix from Man is it MGMT or is it management? I don't even know. Does it matter? I think it's, uh, I think most people say MGMT. It sounds like, because it's like, uh, yeah, I think it sounds like a drug. Implied. It's an implied. DMT. Meaning. MGMDMT. Yeah. Telling me when it's over 
Yeah, it goes fucking weird. Yeah, it gets house. much, much yeah, different. It gets <laughs> that's sick. Yeah, that's a that's a cool little cut. Yeah, you know the thing is with this band that I remember I heard those two songs that were so fucking annoying, but they're still good. I like them. I still like those songs because I think they're yeah. good songs. I just it's like but the Grateful are. Dead. I hate what it like what the people that I can. Yeah, I, and I, I attach to that yeah. the scene that I attach to that sound is what sometimes like is not necessarily what the music 
no was it's just what i it's just what i'm what music is intended for exactly no well it's just my opinion and it's stupid because my opinion is mostly dumb so being able to like kind of like separate that and then listen to the rest of that first record because i didn't listen to this one as much but the first one i was like dude there are some jams yeah but i mean dude the next the next record is really like it's there's way better songs than any of one of those songs. cool it's I'll, like I'll check it out <clears throat> it's way better that and and it, it's a shame that like you know those two songs could overshadow this whole other record that came out after well that just shows so what the better. record industry it's is so much better i love it that and, those dudes just got a budget and were able to just do some yeah, cool shit and the these guys should be like i don't know i think it, i think it's a great fucking album i think people should be like aware that it's a great album and nobody is at all you know? i wonder i wonder how much it would cost to get sonic boom to produce your record i'm not sure about uh i feel like that at that point if he wants to someone like that i would assume he would just want to do it and mm-hmm. then the, the cost would be sec- we produced sec- panda bear's new record i feel like it would be secondary to that of course know? yeah <clears throat> well i mean i mean he works too in that in that field like my buddy uh aaron who was just on the podcast his new project that he did with um a couple of the guys from burnt ones with mark oh, and yeah. landon um you know and aaron cre- he was in that pink. band pal yeah and creeping pink but yeah, that's Landon's band. Yeah, he's creeping pink. Yeah, I've I've heard we played with Pow and uh, he had the lo- he's Char- the guy with the Charleroi. Charleroi in Belgium. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, Pow's great, man. Yeah, they're super tight. Wow, they got a new record coming out. It's yeah. the I heard the single recently and it's really sick. Oh yeah, but um, but he 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 got a uh, their new record. It was it was Aaron Landon and Mark, and Sonic Boom. Uh, mastered it. Hell yeah, five hundred dollars. I'm oh, not. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I mean maybe if you know if he likes. I just think he doing, seems like a cool motherfucker. A, yeah, I think yeah, price is secondary when they're to something know. interesting. Yeah. yeah, totally, totally. I agree with that. Um, and I think that's a good kind of way to approach. M- music you know what i'm saying it's like oh dude i was listening to this great lecture with iggy pop last night and he did a lecture at a john peel it was like a annual john peel lectures that they do with the bbc and like iggy was on there talking about free music and bootlegs and all this stuff and like how like bootlegs back in the day were just so interesting to him because he was like oh yeah like all these people they took my music and they put it out to maybe this new demographic that wouldn't maybe be able to find an original Stooges record or something, but uh, it's got all this cool design and like he was just so much, his emphasis was so much more on just like, just if it's cool, like just get the music out there, do it. Don't worry about the money. Right. Yeah. And obviously that's something, you know, you say that forever, but yeah, I think someone who's really interested in being, in being an artist and, and, and uh, just reaching people, uh, emotionally more than just monetarily yeah yeah uh, um it will will be down with anything cool like that you know like yeah. you know people used to print beatles records onto like little uh flat pieces of plastic and smuggle them 
through the border and go to Russia and Whoa, you know like it's so sick they would have to cut out yeah. cut out the record out of this piece of plastic when they got page, it there and shit yeah, yeah and then play it and it was like you know <coughs> flimsy little plastic piece of record and <clears throat> you know if I, you know if so like even when we played in uh in uh Bright- Brighton one time mm-hmm. somebody stole a record off of our merch table mm-hmm. and I was just like kind of I was flattered, kind of, because fuck yeah, it was just like, yeah, it, like I mean, some people are like, oh no, that's that sucks. Someone stole your record. I'm like, yeah, but they wanted it. They didn't have the money, and they, you know, still wanted it that bad that they need it. Felt like they needed to Dude. steal it. I feel flattered. I don't want people to steal our record. I'd rather them. <clears throat> ask for it or something like that but i don't know i kind of actually rather someone steal it than ask for it for free <laughs> i mean like, I, can i have it for free dude how many people yeah, come up to the yeah, fucking merch table and are like what if i just give you like five instead of ten or like what if i get this and this or like blah 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 and it's just like dude come on you see you see what's going on here well i would I rather know. someone steal I'm it i'm not really allowed to be at the merch table because i i kind of like would rather someone have it than me have the money. Well, I give like, away most <laughs> of my records. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I want like the the fact that they want it makes me want to give it to them. Well, the thing that you know the thing for me is is when like someone buys something, I'm like when someone actually comes up because like dude, I don't sell that much merch. I don't really like move yeah. that much shit. So it's like someone comes up and buys a record. I'm just like, well, here you know have the CD. You yeah. know, you bought a shirt. Oh, dude, take the record. Why not? Fuck it. You know, like, I don't yeah. care. You're fucking, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather someone like that's really stoked on it leave like being even more stoked than someone that's like moderately stoked. Being, right. Just being yeah. like, oh yeah, whatever. Like this guy gave me a free CD. I'm never listening to it. You know, yeah. like, I'm like, no, if you, if you're interested, then you're going to get extra because like, I appreciate you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, that's why I'm not allowed at the merch booth. Yeah. <laughs> too generous. I think that's what we learned today is you're too goddamn nice, bro. Wow. You won't tell your tapeworm. You won't go to the doctor to murder this tapeworm that's plaguing your life. Um, I'm already dead. You care about your friends. You're already dead. Yeah. I mean, we're all kind of already dead, right? Yeah. Trump, as soon as we... Trump 2016. 2017. <clears throat> oh, well, yeah. yeah. Same thing. It's all good. No, but we're kind of already dead. Once once we come, once we're birthed, we're already dead. Yeah. That's a death sentence. Life is a death sentence. Oh. That's the realest shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Joey Cook. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been a pleasure being here with you. Uh, all you sexy listeners out there. <laughs> Do you like the Neil Hamburger of... Alternative rock and roll. Yeah. I'm I'm glad I'm the hamburger of something. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh my man Joey Cook of the amazing band that I so often don't try to admit are amazing holy wave. <laughs> never um, never admit. Never I forget. I don't I don't want it to go to their head, but uh I love this guy and that band, and you should too if you don't. So check them out. All right. Thank you. Signing off. Joey Cook. Thanks a lot. Thank you. It's been a pleasure being here with you guys. I love you. (laughs) Peace.
So yeah, that was my main man, Joey Cook, in the place to be on the Elevated Transmissions podcast. Thanks for checking it out, y'all. Yeah, that was a silly one. Um, uh-oh, Siri's, uh, Siri just turned on. Maybe because I said silly. Thanks for checking it out yet. Say it again, Siri. Anyways, she's being timid. Uh, but yeah, that was Joey from Holy Wave. Um, great dude. I had a great time interviewing him. Uh, God damn, we got high. Uh, he came over with a bowl, smoked a joint, drank a couple beers, got loose. Got so loose, I turned my damn mic off on accident before we actually even got loose, uh, which is hilarious. So I apologize about that, guys. It's kind of kind of funny, but I hope it wasn't super annoying. Um, by this point, I hope that you're just along on the ride with me and are just willing to adhere to my vision the vision for this podcast is such total absurdity good music good times with friends tomfoolery that's all I want crack some jokes smoke some weed listen to some music that's a nice podcast I think well um if you like it let me know if you don't like it let me know too leave the comments all that and um so we can keep making it better uh yeah so once again i hope you guys enjoyed it thanks again to joey cook from holy wave they got a new record out freaks of nurture on the reverberation appreciation society label which you guys should check out uh listen to it's a damn fine record highly recommended um yeah hope you guys have a lovely day whatever time it is that you're listening to this evening afternoon morning in reverse and i'll talk to y'all next time this is al lover signing out with the elevated transmissions podcast peace be with you